I don't know, but I mean, no join, game. Come on, jazz hands. Come on, join me. Join me, Patrick. Jazz hands. There you go. There you go. All right. We're live from the Big Daddy Gun Studios in Gainesville, Florida. I'm Hank Strange. Put your big girl panties on because tonight on the Who Moved My Freedom podcast, we have the one, the only Patrick R. From TFB TV, Lola's looking at me to make sure that I say the firearm blog. So I said the firearm blog, TFB TV. What's up, Patrick? And what happened? Where is his audio going? <laughs> it's funny, I could hear something. Oh, okay, yeah, there you go. I hear you. What's up, man? <laughs> see this is how it goes when we're live okay so we'll let we'll yeah. let we'll let uh patrick work on what he's working on there I, I can, we can hear you a little bit yeah i can now hear you okay there you go there you go so uh thanks for everyone that's been waiting in the chat yeah. uh behind the scenes here lots of guys waiting patiently uh thank you guys for that we really appreciate it if you were here if you've been here waiting I think Lola gave you guys a chance to get this. I don't know if you've seen this, Patrick. This is the Trump rooster. Wow. From that's, Safety Harbor Firearms. <laughs> that's that's angry looking. Yeah, I could probably get you one of these if you're interested. It's, it's pretty rad, man. It's pretty I rad. can hook you up with that. My, yeah, I, I need to put together like a patch wall. Like that. Yeah, do, do, do you guys have patches? Does TFB have patches? Yeah, man. Um, you can get them. Actually, um, it's one of the the giveaways for our Patreon campaign. As a matter of fact. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I need to send you one, and I just had one on yes. my desk because I used it earlier. But uh, yeah, no, we've got red ones. We've got some uh, righteous like special ones. Um, I can't remember which ones. Are. I think it's like a, a uh, OD green and black for like tier two. So once somebody donates 30 bucks, they get a red and white writer's patch and then tier two, whatever that is. Um, Cause I don't do those patches. I don't mail those out of mail out the $30 ones. Okay. Um, you know, they get that patch and there's some super secret patch whenever they hit a total uh, lifetime donation of a hundred bucks. Oh, wow. Uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Oh, um, so and like, I, don't, I don't even, I don't even get one of the super secret patches, which is bullshit. <laughs> you got to donate some money to the cause. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I donate plenty of money. I spent plenty of money today, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Absolutely, I'm I sure. Actually, you know, if you, you can see it right right there. Uh, uh, is that the gun you were torture testing? I can't wait. No, no, oh. no. That's another one. Um, oh. And I'm going to apologize to your viewers. I'm going to multitask again because Hank's going to do some talking. I haven't yeah. yet. Oh, okay. No, go ahead. Okay. So while you while, get, grab something, we want you, you know, we don't want you to faint here. So while you're doing that, I'm going to go ahead and like, thank everyone that's been waiting. Like I said, I want to thank everyone that's joined us already. want to encourage you guys to click the like button, click that like button, definitely share this on your oh, social God. media and uh, let folks know that we're doing this. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel and all that good stuff. Um, now what else? Oh yeah. Also, I, there's a couple of things I want to do for the folks in Houston and Texas. Now you're in, you're in Texas, right, Patrick? Yes, sir. Yes, okay. Sir. Are, are you in that area that's been affected? No, no. Um, so it's a pretty big place mm -hmm. and thankfully, um, oh my God. What did um, you do? There's like <laughs> Hankception going on here. Um, 
Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm pretty far away, about eight hours away. Okay. Okay, cool. So what we want to do, I'm, I'm glad you're, you know, you're not in the mix of it. I know lots of folks out there are. So there's a couple things that we want to do, you know, to help out with the, uh, relief that's going on there with Hurricane Harvey. Uh, the first one I want to tell you guys about is with uh, Forge from Freedom. They make t-shirts. They're going to be doing our t-shirts. And if you go to their website, uh, which is forgefromfreedom.com, you'll see it. There's an unsinkable t-shirt there with Texas and all that stuff. 100% of the proceeds are going to uh, the relief fund to the victims over there. So, and like I said, we know those guys, so definitely check them out. There's a link in the description of this video. And then the other one, I'm gonna pull it up here. It's from uh, Grab a Gun. So if you go to facebook.com slash grab a gun, I also have a link in the description of this. Uh, Houston flood relief, silent auction. So it looks like they're auctioning off a IWI Galil Ace SAR. And all of those funds will also be going to those folks. So I just I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that, you know, our hearts and minds and all that kind of stuff is goes out to those folks still dealing with that. And uh, if anyone that's watching in the chat or whatever has any, um, you know, good, uh, viable charities, obviously, we have to be careful. You know how this goes when stuff like this happens. Some people take advantage. If you have any good things that you've checked out, let us know. Leave stuff in the comments and all that. So I don't know if there was anything you wanted to say along this line, Patrick. No, man. Like, um, you know, it, I, I don't really uh, – I'll participate in charities, but I, I don't really – I'm not that guy to be like, yeah, you'll go support these dudes. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and actually what a lot of my friends have been doing is they've just been loading up John boats and uh, heading down – south and doing water rescues absolutely yeah that's you know that's awesome man you know um i know that everyone can't do that but the guys that are doing that that's definitely the the you know the most needed thing there right yeah yeah um a buddy of mine is a fort worth cop and he headed down to uh houston with two buddy or four buddies and um you know, four guys total and two boats so they're going to do two-man teams and go out and do water rescues, which I think is really, really awesome. Yeah. Um, I'd love to go down there. I just I've got a newborn i got to worry about. Yeah. Oh, I understand. Um, I think uh, Crispy in the chat is saying that Matt from Demo Ranch is going down there to do some stuff. I know uh, Matt's in Texas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's somewhere. down in um, – I think he's in the, like, Austin area maybe. Okay. Yeah. I've never. Have you ever been out to hit to uh, demo ranch? No, been out? I, I've okay. not been out to demo uh, demo ranch. I'd like to. I think it. Uh, it looks like he's got a pretty pretty rad setup over there. Yeah, I want to go there just to like, uh, you know, see the chickens and stuff like that that he has. I want to drive. He just built a uh, uh, like a go kart sand rail kind of thing that you could drive on the road that looks pretty cool. I didn't know Lackland. Well, I'm sure Lackland was sending in. I know my buddy's uh, part of the uh, Texas Air National Guard, and his unit was activated. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so oh, let me um, just let me. Uh, Scott F. over at the what is he calling it now? The the firearms podcast, something like that. Firearms podcast. Okay, who was that again? Uh, Scott F. He also writes on TFB. Oh, Scott F. Okay, okay. Um, so let me just shout out everyone that's hanging out in the um, in the in the chat like I did before. If I miss you, I see Lawrence Lerwick's in there. Shut up and play your guitar. Chris B, Tommy Evans. Um, 
I see Brian, um, Wardex, Chris Bullis, yeah, lots of lots of folks in there. You know, if I missed you, just uh, Jackson Oldman's in there. You know, see all those guys. So if I missed you, just like shout me out now, and um, and I'll do roll call. Let's see. Uh, Lyle Caldale wants to know what would Patrick suggest for a do-it-all pistol other than the G19. <laughs> Thanks. And I see Vanessa Kitty is in there. So what's up? <laughs> Lyle, my answer is going to be an FN509, ma'am. FN509. There you go. Mm-hmm. Very cool. How long have you had that? Um, I've had a 509 since February. Since February. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I was, uh, I, I was one of the first guys. Uh, I think maybe there was a couple dozen media that got their hands on it for the embargo, and uh, I was lucky enough to be invited to that event. Um, this is my second 509, and I've actually got the Apex uh, flat trigger in this thing that no one has seen yet. Oh, cool. Okay, let's get so, a close-up uh, look at that. Um, you know, you've got the finger on it. Let me get out of the way so you can really yeah. see it. Okay, the flat trigger. Now, and now why do you like this 509 so much? I mean, uh, you know, you've got 17 round mags, you've got a relatively short uh, slide on top. So if you want to carry an appendix or whatever, um, you know, it works really well. I like the sights on it. I know they're big and blocky and they're a little bit on the giant side. But the cool thing is you can mill this thing for a red dot and you don't need new sights. Okay. Um, the they're high post are- enough. Yeah, uh, the the serrations on the front and rear of the slide are like the best I've ever seen on a factory pistol. Okay. Um, they're very, very good. And it's really, really accurate. Um, I wish I could show you guys the video, but I've got a, uh, I, I ran a test of the flat trigger versus the stock trigger. And at about 25 yards, um, I think I was shooting like this. You know, oh, okay. Is crazy. that um is me. that on TFB TV yet, or you haven't done that? Um, I've done the I've done the five hundred nine. I haven't done the Apex trigger yet, okay. uh, but they can check out the five hundred nine review. Uh, and I really do dig it, though. It feels good in the hand. I know people whine about the texture on it because you get like four different textures on it. Okay. But like they spent a lot of time working on it. And just like, hold. Okay, I was gonna say just hold up the uh so we can see the the back strap the pistol grip for a second there that looks like is that pretty aggressive aggressive on no surprisingly Um, so it looks like it but when you hold it in your hand the areas that really matter are the back strap and the front strap Mm -hmm. the side of the pistol doesn't really matter as far as how um try try to get this to where it's catch yeah right right. there yeah right um so the front looks very clock like (laughs) yeah okay you don't feel that no, no, not at all. Uh, and like, if anything, this, you know, like none of it is too aggressive and it's just aggressive enough. Um, but it shoots really, really well. It's really flat shooting, really controllable. Um, I find it points very naturally. You get a pick rail on here, which is pretty rad. And, um, you know, ambi controls is also cool. But I mean, overall, it's, it's a pretty, pretty nice little gun. And I think people are overlooking it. What's the price on that? You know, I think they're like five fifty, six hundred bucks. Okay, yeah. So, so competitive with Glock, yeah. Um, And uh, is the Apex your uh, go-to trigger? If so, why? Um, No, it's the only one for the five hundred nine. Okay. Like this one's not even out on the market yet. 
um, you know, that's that's just the trigger that there that there is. <laughs> right, right. I understand. Now, just for folks who I, I put this in the description, there you go. Hold on. Let me see if I can lock this for a second. We are going to talk about the Gen 5 Glock. So there we go. We got a Gen Good. 5 right there. That's a 19. So you can see here. Let me hold it out a little bit so you can, guys can see. It's got the ambi slide lock on it and all that stuff. We'll talk about it. We'll get more detailed. Here's a 17. Is Big Daddy Guns okay with you uh, tearing that down to the small parts? Uh, yeah, I think I could take it down. I'm just not, I just can't shoot it <laughs> unless I buy it, you know, because um, obviously there's not a lot out there right now. So, you know, I'm not going to be able to shoot it yet. But hey, we could talk about it. This one, this one came with the Ameriglow sights on it. Those were the FBI sights. Yeah. So there you go. We'll talk about those. I also have like uh, the Gen 4s in here that we can compare. Um, you know, we'll do that. We'll talk about a bunch of stuff you guys want to do. Let me shout out some folks that came in here. Uh, you might want to send you might want to send Lolo to go get a uh, Glock tool because I'm going to want you to tear that apart for me. Oh wait, oh no, 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 not that far. <laughs> oh come on, it's like it's like Legos. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I could just hear those guys now, right now. Like, don't even, don't even start it. Um. So let's see. What? Who is it? Like Keith Gregory. What's up, uh, Chris? Uh, where did that go? Oh, everything just jumped on me. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let me go back up here. Da, 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 da. Chris uh, McKillop, Exhale, Steel Ringer, 803, Salad Shooter, Razor JB, Law Called It, Imposter, Brian Long is in here. There you go. Lots of uh, Clay Pigeon. Bunch of dudes, bunch of dudes in there. So, what's up to all those guys? Um, I think I think I hit everyone on that. Don't forget to uh, click the the thumbs up button, guys. Don't forget to like and then share on your. Yeah, I want to huh? address Clay Pigeon here. Um, yeah, you, Clay Pigeon says my point is I wanted to Patrick to suggest a different Glock model because he's known for being a huge fan of the Glock. The truth is, like I'm not a Glock guy as much as you guys want to paint me as one. They just work for very specific applications. Uh, mm -hmm. I go out and you know shoot for fun i'm not going to shoot a glock why would i do that i mean huh. I, I mean like my roland special like i might shoot that one for fun because it's really flat shooting mm -hmm. but like that can be achieved with any gun with a compensator and a red dot and um you know a magwell like i can get the same level of enjoyment so people um, have an impression that you're like a, a big glock guy apparently apparently and i mean like i didn't really respect the firearm much until i truly understood how they worked Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't until I sat down in an armorer's course and somebody like like explained the um, the operating mechanism to me to where I had an aha moment. And I was like, holy crap, that is like the simplest thing on the planet. Mm -hmm. Like this thing is incredible that it works so well with so few parts and um, like gives the amount of reliability it does. And that's when I was like, man, maybe there's something to these things. And I went out and I bought a Gen 4 Glock 19. Um, my first 9mm Glock purchase was in... My first double stack nine millimeter Glock purchase was in November okay. of last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what? So to you, what's the purpose? What's the like specific purpose of a Glock to you? What would you know? What would you use that for? It's a tool, man. You know, it's mm -hmm. a hammer. You know, mm -hmm. like uh, when it comes to my concealed carry gun. That's a Glock 43 with a stipple job, a Terran tactical base plate, uh, Ameriglow sights uh, mm -hmm. inside of an old style designs holster. 
like it's a very specific tool and it works best. Like, <laughs> I didn't expect to call the question that quick. Um, yeah, oh, I know, I know. Now that you're a talker and I didn't anticipate. Right, um, right. See, I never do what you expect, <laughs> but it's cool. We'll give so you like, a minute here. Actually, give me just a second. I'm going to have my wife grab um, my carry gun and bring it in here. Okay. G43 coming in. That's exactly what okay, I'm that's... carrying, by the way, a G43. That's what I have on me right now. Um, and I think the thing is, is that even though I've got a bunch of Glocks personally, so you could probably put me safely in the category of being a Glock guy. But um, I like trying out different handguns and stuff like that. You know, I like guns. I like all guns. I like good guns, bad guns, cheap guns, expensive guns. Beautiful gonna, guns, ugly guns. <laughs> we're we're going to have a uh, school here. Yeah, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, do you have your Glock tool? Are you taking that thing apart here for us on the air? I will, I can. Yeah, okay, I mean, that'll be cool. I'm sure folks out there would like that. It ain't hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know I'm not taking this one apart because I got, like, specific lectures about shooting this thing. <laughs> These guys thought I was going to go shoot it. So they were like, do not shoot those guns, Hank Strange. Show them only for showing purposes to the people. So like, I think if you if you want to, you can actually, if you're here in the Gainesville area, you can actually go into the store tomorrow or whenever and, and buy one of these or both of them or whatever. Uh, and, then, and then when you buy it, then you can let me shoot it. Go ahead. So you said uh, you're just thinking of the Patrick got fired video where he was all about the Glock. Yeah, that was the joke. Oh, that's why, yeah. That's yeah, that was that was the joke is, you know, Glocks are better than 1911s to anger the fanboys or whatever. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Um, we were all laughing about it at Brownells. Uh, so this is my carry setup and this will ride appendix with me. OK, so it's a pretty simple, dumb looking holster. It's 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 kind of ugly. Who made the holster? This is old style designs, and this dude's out of Boyd, Texas. He's a knife maker that uh, was asked by a retired Delta guy to build a holster, and this is what they came up with. And it's super thin. So you can see how much that flexes. Mm -hmm. And um, if you put the gun in there, you see that it adds like nothing to the gun at all. Mm -hmm. So I went with that because it rides in the right spot to where when I sit, the muzzle doesn't dig into my pelvis too much, um, and it's really, really concealable. There are a couple of changes I'd like to make to it, and I need to call him to do that. But um, let me clear this thing. But it nowhere rides with a plus one base plate on uh, a plus one Terran base plate. So okay. That gives me full firing grip. Is that Terran? Yeah, Terran Tactical. Yeah, Terran Tactical. Yeah, so like when I when I grasp, grasp the pistol, I get all three fingers on the grip. Mm -hmm. So I can get a full firing grip on it. Um, Tango Hunter says, I don't know how people can appendix carry. It's so uncomfortable when I sit. I don't even have a guy. I don't even have a guy either. I don't know what the hell the last part means. Uh, I'm assuming you're a lady. And if you're not, then that sentence makes you seem as though you're a lady. But, um, ah, oh, a gut. Oh, a <laughs> gut. Oh, okay. I'm going to roll with my first, uh, I'm going to roll with my first uh, <laughs> assumption. And, uh, ma'am, it's because you haven't found the right holster. And that was my problem. Like, I tried a bunch of different holsters, and it wasn't until I found one that sat just right. 
for me to really consider con- uh, appendix carry yeah. to be like, a viable thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a personal thing for everyone. Some people like the whole appendix carry, and we're talking about right in front, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, so um, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of it just because of you know, well it, reasons. It, <laughs> okay, now well, we got to see. Oh, there we go. Look, the Patrick R. Junk shot. Yes, oh, sir. you know, the the so, president of TFB TV is going to love this. Uh. I don't think there is a president of TFB TV. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I so, guess it's I just mean, the I'm owner. In, I'm in a relatively tight fitting shirt and okay. like you see no gun. Yeah. So now it only comes down to about here and my pivot point is right here. So whenever I sit, it's sitting just the right level. And my point is you need to find the right holster for your application. Yeah. So also the right gun. I mean, you know, it's not going to yeah. work. Yeah. And that brings me to my next point. So let me move my dinner out of the way for the time being um, and then re-clear this thing. All right. So and I need a seven round mag. What I did when I got my first single stack carry gun was to compare the shield and the Glock 43 because I was, I mean, crispy i've it, yeah i know it's pointed right at my johnson but i've been married for 10 years and i'm not using it much any longer <laughs> you don't need your johnson is that what you're saying hey man i got a kid i'm i mean i'm set. Yeah, he's like yeah yeah <laughs> or your johnson's bulletproof i mean you, it's either that or, or it's very hard to hit yeah um, do you uh you i'm assuming obviously you carry one in the chamber because you were just unloading yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. You know, why would i carry an unloaded handgun yeah. All right. So now make any sense. Classes in session. This is why I decided that the Smith and Wesson shield was inferior to the Glock 43. And it's a pretty simple uh, you know, reason. One, um, when you shoot a Glock 43, it feels like a Glock. It feels like a full size gun. The trigger feels like a full size gun. Everything lays in the right spot. Mm-hmm. The shield doesn't. It feels like a single stack gun. You know, it feels thin, it feels uncomfortable, and everything kind of sits in a different spot than it would on a full-size gun. Like, the trigger's a little bit lower than it would be on a full-size gun. You can see how far it's dropped from... Yeah, I see you you that. improve that trigger also, so definitely upgrade yeah. all your triggers. Um, eh, this was kind of one of the... This was a review thing. Um, it's the Brownells exclusive uh, Apex trigger. Um, so if you look at this, like where my finger sits on a Glock, you see it's got a slight decrease in angle. And it's kind of, you know, maybe a 5, 10 degree angle. Now on the shield, in order to get that... Yeah, you, it doesn't look like you have as much leverage. Yeah. It, it's, it's much more pronounced. So I didn't like that. Um, and when you're dealing with a trigger like this, you can run into problems where if you listen... You can hear that click right before it, it takes up. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, trigger safety impacting the frame. Now, reason number two that I think that the shield is inferior, um, I will get to why the 43, not the 26 in a second. So I do have a reason for that. Reason number two, I have two seven round magazines. The Glock 43 is shorter with a plus one extension. So as a tool, it is a better tool. Um, it, it takes up less space. The magazines are 
just as cheap. I mean, obviously, you can see you know, I've got the bottoms lined up, but it's like a full round hauler for the seven round on the shield versus the seven round uh, modified Glock mag. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I'm not doing like 15 of these, so the cost difference between the two isn't really a factor. So, now this is the one that will really blow your mind, and this is something nobody thinks about. I'll tear my gun apart real quick. Push the lever down. I hate that stupid lever. Um, I thought you could still pull the trigger and uh, no. Yeah, you can, but somebody out, some nerd in your comment section is going to call me on it. <laughs> All right, so because Lola and I did this comparison, Lola chose the shield. I don't like the shield for this. I like the shield, but I I'm prefer the, barrels, the forty-three. I'm going to hold these barrels up and I'm going to mm-hmm. cover the hoods. I want you to tell me which one you think is the shield's barrel. Now, mind you, the shield is a slightly larger gun than the nine, or than than the uh, forty-three. Which one of these two? I'm going to say the. Okay, let me see. The shield is the one on the right. Well, I don't know the shorter one. In your hand, yeah, correct. So you have a larger gun with approximately half an inch ish less barrel Mm -hmm. than the Glock forty-three. Now, what does that mean? That means that the hollow points that rely on pressure inside the cavity to, to reliably expand are moving just a touch slower. You get less of a burn in the shield than you do in the 43. So you've got a round that's less effective in the shield. It's going to be slower than in the 43. And that's yeah. the big reason. That's that, that was the blow my mind kind of thing. I was like, holy crap. Like, why am I even looking at the shield anymore? Yeah. I mean, you know, and and we're not telling anyone to do what we do. I think all of this is different for every person. You have to look at it and and figure out what works for you. Lola and I did the same kind of thing. She likes the shield. I prefer. um, Okay, she's entitled to be wrong for the forty three. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, (laughs) can't knock her for it. You know, I just want her to carry something. I saw the fear in your eyes, sir. Yes, I don't blame you. She's in striking distance right now. <laughs> she's a formidable lady. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, so, love, I love Lola. She's good people. Yeah. And um, and then she's telling she's reminding me that I didn't ask you about your background for those people who didn't see didn't, the previous one. So I let's see. Show. Yeah. So let's uh, if, I don't know if you want to flip through the background real quick for people who, um, you know, don't know about your background. Oh, my background. Yeah. Um, I like gun stuff. I've, I've liked gun stuff all my life. Uh, and, you know, I was in the Army once. So there's that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the barrel demonstration, some of the guys didn't see it. Can you lock it on me real quick? Yeah, locking it. All right. So you've got two barrel links here. Obviously, the shield is a larger gun. You're going to automatically assume that it's slightly longer of a barrel. Though The longer barrel belongs to the shield. Well, you would be wrong. This is the Glock barrel. This is the shield barrel. And if you put them hood to hood, you'll see that you've got about a half inch, a third of an inch to half inch of difference in length. Now, like I said, that that means that your bullet is going to be moving just a little bit slower. And the cavity on these relies on a little bit of hydrostatic pressure to kind of push the the pedals out and expand reliably. And that's been a problem with that. That was a problem early on with like, you know, the Glock 26 and single stack nines is the bullets weren't designed to open up at slower speeds that 
the uh, you know bullets were moving when shot out of a, a subcombat gun. So, yes, uh, do I ever carry the Roland? Yes, I do. Uh, so anyway, th- that was one of the big reasons that I chose the Glock 43 over the Shield. And at the time, they were about uh, seventy-five to hundred bucks difference between the two. Yeah, I think I'm the Shield the Shield had some like uh, the Shield had some special deals and stuff like that. Yeah, just because they knew they were competing with Glock, they had some really good deals. A bunch of people bought them. Well, there, there's reason. a lot of other reasons that that happens, um, and like that's not all of the reason, but I, I'm not gonna really get into it. Um, yeah, eight oh three salad shooter says it's about the girth, not the length. Uh, no, that that's not on, true at all. Diff- yeah, there's a difference between sex and maybe shooting. You know, I, I mean, no, I mean, it, well, one is shot placement. And, uh, yeah. Two, like, it, yeah, my 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 Glock forty three is just as effective as that dumbass that still carries a 1911 with a seven round magazine of ball ammo yeah like more so effective than that i've got faster follow-up shots i've got um you know a a round that performs better because if you carry good quality hollow point ammo in nine millimeter um like this is 147 grain federal hst and this stuff is like the the shit when it comes to nine millimeter defensive ammo um like it's just as effective as uh, 45 ACP in, in the same bullet design. Yeah. And you know what? Also, to go back to the uh, to the sexual connotations there for a second, you I'm know, just out. like just. Oh, you got. Oh, TFB, not allowed <laughs> to talk about sex either. Apparently no sex, no politics, no religion. Um, so, you know, listen, just like our gentlemen bits are all different, you know, the JJs are also different. So, you know, it's like it's not a one size fits all kind of situation. Everything depends on who you are, what you're getting into, what's important to you. You know, um, obviously, Patrick is, is a gun nerd. He's, you know, it seems like very tech, uh, technical, has specific reasons. Your reasons might be different or what's important to you might be different. So, yeah, I mean, and then he, you know, I think somebody earlier said, yes, you can get an eight round magazine for the shield. But if you compare the eight round magazine to my nine round magazine, my nine round magazine is still shorter. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I've got reasons for why I did what I did. Um, you know, it's not one of those things like, oh, no, you know, like the church of Glock won't let me carry anything other than, yeah. than the Glock 43. <laughs> and that's why I did it. Why I chose the Glock 43 is a very specific set of reasons. And like I compared every some subcompact single stag nine on the market. Uh, like I went to the range and I shot all of them back to back. Um and like em- eliminated them one by one. Um, yeah, you know I'm what I o- go ahead. You know what I also noticed. Uh, someone's trying to get to get you to get to something. You know what I also noticed since um because I've got like uh, pretty much all the nine millimeter Glocks. I think there's maybe one or something I'm missing. But you know when I got the forty three and I started carrying it, it's uh, I don't carry anything else too often unless I feel like oh I need some extra whatever's on me. And I always carry it and have like a backup magazine in my, in my pockets here. Yeah. Super so Paratus. There, there goes my magazine that I use. And I believe that looks like a, a strike industry. Is yeah. A, it's, a, it's a strike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so well, hang on a second. You're going to hear me walk away. Hang on. I hear my, my dog doing something that he shouldn't be doing. Uh-oh, uh-oh. See, Patrick showed his junk, so I don't know if I should show my junk. 
but I'll, I'll try to avoid showing anyone my junk. But I actually, I actually have a pocket right there for my magazine. And I don't know if you guys can see that. Oh, tactical. Special, special tactical. Yeah. Um, I've got like special tactical jeans from uh, what's that place, Lola? I think it's Triple Art. Is it Triple Art Design or something like that? Special tactical jeans. So they look like jeans, but they've got a bunch of, they've got like almost cargo pockets, I'd say. So, and then you, if somebody said, well, you can get an eight round magazine for the shield. Well, yes, you can. But if I stack them up, the eight round magazine for the shield is the same length as my nine round mag with a Terran base plate. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's just another one of those things. Yeah. Uh, EDC nine versus Glocks. Like I'm, I'm impressed with the EDC nine. It feels nice. Like, I'm really, really impressed. Um, I don't really see it as a carry gun or like an everyday thing. Um, but, like, it's a cool gun. I'll give it that. Uh, the no love for my PPS. <laughs> Super Paratus, what is your name? Like, your first name, please. Okay, you, you want to know Semper Paratus's first name? Yes. Oh, why is that? Uh, a suspicion. Uh-oh. Is this someone and you know? I may, maybe. Oh. <laughs> Dan. It's not. It's not. Oh, it's not. Oh. All right, all right. Yeah, okay. Uh, You're about to go in? <laughs> no, 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 no. The other, the other gentleman that I know that uh, operates a business under Semper Paratus Arms is uh, a, a good friend of mine. A really oh. smart dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, so John Warren says, uh, same mag, eight rounds and seven round shield mag with... Uh, John Warren, guess what? It's like eight rounds and a, seven, and a six round mag with the Glock mag. Like, it's like six and a half rounds from the factory and you add that plus one on there yeah. and mag guts and you're yeah. at eight rounds. But I'm not dicking around with magazine springs because like, as far as I'm concerned, the mag gut springs aren't proven enough. Yeah. It looks like, uh, who is this? Steel Ringer wants to know the link for the pants. Um, Lola, can you find like the triple aught? The only thing, if you guys want to know about the, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if I'm going to be doing, I can't, I can't let Patrick come on here and do the junk thing. Let me, let me, let me see if I could turn my camera down a little bit here so I could show my junk. You need a tighter can't shot. Can't let Patrick be the only one showing the junk. So here's the pants. And these are like the black. They've got blue as well. And see, I've got a, you know, there's like a pocket right there. Hold on, let me see. I'm going to lock this for a second so Patrick can can do some stuff. See, you got pockets there. Here's pockets. Got my light in there. Deep. Look at how deep the, those pockets are. So I think that's pretty cool. That's on both sides. So, so here we go. Deep pockets means you're paying me for this, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the checks in the mail. <laughs> so here's my knife. You know, still it's on it's on both sides. So I've got like my car my car keys and all kinds of stuff in here. You know, chapstick. Every dude should have chapstick. Yeah. You know? So there you go. So I, the only thing I don't like about this no zip. It's actually like buttoned up, which I, I personally hate that. And then the back. Let's see if we could show the back. There you go. There's the back with the uh, extra pockets in here. So there's an extra pocket for your magazine and you could put like a, you could put an AR mag in that pocket and it's both of them. So I don't know whether or not you can see that. So there you go. I don't like, uh, I don't like buttons, man. Like buttons, I think are not, uh, 
tactical on pants. Yeah. Wait, what? Buttons. Because this is like these jeans are button up. And I don't like buttons that. Buttons are tactical. No, you know, like whenever I go, whenever I go use a bathroom somewhere, it's, it's not, uh, no, 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 it's no. not, you can't just like unzip and whip it out and then, you know, do your business. Yeah, but zippers aren't tactical. Really? No, man. Like BDUs have button flies. Oh, yeah. I'm always worried that like when I, you know, undo the, the buttons. Doesn't hear you pee. Huh? That way the enemy doesn't hear you pee. Like you can hear a zipper in the woods. You can't hear a button. Oh, okay. So maybe, so maybe that's why, because I'm always like, why the hell did they do buttons instead of a zipper? Because it's what's on BDUs. <laughs> okay. So it um, is tactical, but I don't it like is that. Tactical, yes. Yeah. I always feel like I'm going to get pants in the bathroom. <laughs> that's why you only open the middle ones and use the flap in your uh I always, I always feel but you see you know then i don't get enough leverage this is a whole thing it's a whole thing so if you, I need, if you need if you need leverage to describe your method of peeing you need to go to like some sort of like cock handling school so. um, um and you know I, what so go ahead what? i saw somebody earlier uh i believe it was dan the the dan the man with the simple apparatus name Said no love for the PPS. Um, yes, I do. I, I have a PPS okay, gun. Uh, this is my backup gun. Um, I've got a El Cheapo appendix holster. This usually lives in my truck, and when I forget to grab my 43 yeah. for whatever reason, that goes on. Yeah, I feel that looks familiar. I think you showed that, too, the last time. Mm-mm. No? Oh, okay. I don't know why no. I've seen... Oh, okay. But um, if you take apart a... PPS M1. If you check out my video on TFP TV, the inside of that is like identical to a Glock. So, mm-hmm. like, I like to refer to the yeah, the, very similar spring. Oh no, dude, this thing, dude, this thing is like identical. <laughs> like, if you look at how it works, you know, it, like if you look at the, take that Glock apart that's in front of you and look at the back. The Gen Five here. Let's uh, yeah. See, let's it looks, do, see it let's do like a uh, let's do the Glock. Let's do the Glock 19. Uh, Robert McNeely asks, what sites do y'all run on your 43s? I have a Miraglow Hackathorns on here, which are the bee's knees as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and uh, there you go, the Ameriglow. Yeah. I, I don't change I don't change shit on my Glocks that I actually carry, so I'm not all I'm not all uh, All right, so if you pull on the trigger, sir, uh, kind of pull mm-hmm. it forward just a little bit and, and show that cruciform off. Okay, you see that part moving, everybody? Thank you have to make noise for it to do the thing for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you now pull, I pulled it. Pull it, the I pulled it. Yeah, no, I pulled it. it. Yeah. There you, like, there you go. Yeah, okay. So you all see how that fell? This is the PPS. This is a Walter gun. Okay, just did it one more time. Okay, I'll lock it on you. This is the Walter gun. You see how that part moves in exactly the same manner? If, I, if you take it out of the Walter, it is roughly the same part like the disconnector works in the can same you, manner can you put a glock slide on top of that no it's not it's not possible the dimensions are different but like I, this thing is functionally identical to the glock 43 yeah um yes should, let me uh, let me clear let me clear on the glock 43 yeah let me clear my 43 hold on one second oh, i can take mine apart okay there you go all right so there's mine i don't put anything on it yeah yeah i don't don't change anything i'm not cool enough yeah i've I've gotten over (laughs) i just leave it as it is no fancy triggers or anything like that the only thing i have is you know 
the strike industry's uh, base plate, which is, you know, that's a pretty decent part. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think they're like, what, 20 bucks or something like that? Yeah. But, um, yeah, like my, my Glock, I've got um, TXT Custom Gunworks did the stipple job on it. Uh, I've got a Overwatch Precision DAT V2 trigger on here, which is pretty nice. So, I mean, short take up, crisp break, and then the reset is short and positive. So it feels like shooting my full-size gun. Uh, I've got Ameriglow um, sights on here, kind of not pointed at me. So you get a nice bright orange uh, front and then a black rear. So these are the Ameriglow Hackathorns. Yeah. Um, cool. And then I need to put my Vickers uh, slide catch back in here because I really don't like the stock one. But... Um, now yeah, everyone I mean, has tactical everything. Tactical flip-flops, underwear. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so have you um, gotten your hands on the uh, Gen 5 Glock? Have no, I've not. Okay. I've not had a chance to, to play with one. I've been too busy messing with the uh, bolt gun stuff recently. Okay. Um, I know we're going to show those off. We're going to show those off in a little bit. Okay, cool. I know TFB has. Uh, who was it yep. at TFB? that? Uh, James Reeves and yeah. Pete were both at the event. Right. Okay, so what do you think about them? Here's the. Here's the uh, I think it's the, the 17. Uh, um, I think it's going to be fine. It's going to work. I, I mean, I'm not rushing out to buy one because I, I've reached the point where I realize Glock frames, even for a Gen 4, is like 200 bucks. So I'll take my Glock out in the garage, grind the finger grooves off, and you know, stipple it myself. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I I think it is a good option for a lot of people. Um. I mean, if you haven't, so if you're one of those people, I think that's been holding on because you don't like the finger grooves. So, okay, there, you got the finger grooves. There's a couple of things that are different on it. Um, you know, and there's, and guys have videos out there. I think it's just, it's got like two pins now instead of. Yeah, three. it is a two pin gun. Yeah. Um, I think you used to have like, uh, I think one here and here and then the one in the back. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. And and this is on the uh, 19. And obviously you've got like uh, ambidextrous slide lock, if that matters to you, if you need it. You could have switched your uh, magazine release on the Gen 4s. Yes. Um, so you can do that also on this. And then there's like some, um, uh, what what is it called? Uh, not beveling or uh, I don't yeah. know. Taper. They, it doesn't. Yeah, they taper the, the the front here. I guess that goes in and out of a holster, maybe easily, more easily. There's a finish on it. Uh, I can't. You can't really. From looking at it, you really can't tell the finish. But from feeling it, it you can. You know, feels a little smoother, or something like that on there. But only time will tell. I can't take a knife to this right now. Obviously, yeah, taper's a good word for it. Eight hundred three salad shooter. What was that? Chamfer is a good word for it, yeah. Yeah, chamfer. There you go. So um, I'm here. Sugar, Bear, Sugar Bear is asking if you've ever had a TNP on the show. And since the show isn't still going on, I'm pretty certain that you haven't had nothing fancy on here. Um, yeah, nothing fancy. No, I've met nothing fancy maybe once or twice, but um, not easy to, you know. Well, I, the, the joke, the, the joke oh. being if you had him on the show, it would still be going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah, like a hangout, you mean, like time. Yeah, it would be like yes. a 24-hour hangout. 
Dude, I, probably, that would, I probably would enjoy that. That's, 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 that's a short one. That's short. <laughs> I probably would enjoy that. And I would love to get, I would love to get Nut and Fancy, by the way. So if anyone knows Nut and Fancy. I, you know, I've never even met him. You never met him? Okay, he's a cool dude. I met him at some shot show. He's a nice guy. I met him, um, I was hanging out like at the Caltech booth or something. And uh, with Mixed Flips. So if you want to see that video of me meeting uh, Nut and Fancy and hanging out with him, it's on Mixed Flips channel. He's got video of it. So, all right. So here's the 17. And this one, like we said, has the Ameriglow sights on it. So here you go. Let's see if we could uh, maybe go over the shoulder. Show that. So it looks like a standard. No, that, that front side's different unless the lighting is uh, different in your. Yeah, it's not. It's not. No, it's not black. It's got. Um, it's no, no it, well, it doesn't have like uh, on the front. Um, yeah, you've got a couple of uh, tritium vials in the back. Yeah, in the back but and the then the front, front side. Is there a, a, a like a, a visible ring around there? Like it, you can tell it's a milled in ring on the front side. Um, um, where it's, it's paint let filled. Me let me see. It's no, there's like a little, there's a little, uh, is that paint? There's, there's a black dot in the center, but it's not coming up with the lighting. I'm gonna have to go look at one. In oh, a here it goes. Here it goes. Let me see. Close. I don't know if you could see it there, but um, you know the magazines. The magazines are a little different. They've got the. Uh, yeah, you got. It looks like follower. orange. It's orange, but it's got like a, you know, red follower in there. Let me see if I could push this down far enough to do something. So you can. You're supposed to kind of like be able to see it. I don't know if you guys can see that. So you can see the. The indication of where you're at in there, I guess, with that. Um, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do, Lola? Oh, you want me to put the two together? Yeah, like if you show the magazines, show, show oh, them together. Oh, okay, I got it. All right, so, yeah, Lola wants me to show the two together. There you go. There you go, there's the 19. I've been deliberately not showing the two together because I don't know how we're going to get them on the screen i mean same thing but there you go one, one's one's a little bit smaller than the other one yeah there basically the same thing here you can hold it hold it up so you can see now um what i what i was saying you know one of the cool things i think like i know people people are mad because there's not drastic changes but one of the things that you get out of that is that um guess what you don't have to go get brand new holsters you know, and I guarantee you if there was some massive changes in this, people will be complaining because they would have to get all new holsters. So they're going to complain no matter what they do, because it's a Glock. Yeah. No other reason. Yeah. If we like it, people will complain. If we don't like it, they will complain. It doesn't really matter. What I think about it is if you've been holding off, there are some people that don't like the finger grooves. And let me let it's me a living pull room up. problem. Yeah, let me pull up. Uh, here, let me take the magazine out. So here's the uh, Gen Four. Oh, you've got you've got it. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So do you? You said that you you're gonna grind yours off, right? No, they're fine on the on the seventeen. Oh, on the seventeen. Okay. Yeah, they're fine. They fit. They fit fine. And like, it's a living room problem, really. Like, people just need to shut up, deal with the finger groups, get out to the range, put some ammo through yeah. the gun, and like, they will be better people of it. I yeah. will get to the 43 versus 26. Promise. Yeah, yeah we're coming. We're going to be here for a while. We're going to be Hank, here for a Hank while. Wanted to, Hank wanted to talk about Gen 5 Glocks. Yeah, so we, prom we promised that going in. So here you go. Here's the uh, 
There's the the old and the new, the old and the new. There you go. I'll give you guys a little bit of insight. Oh, forgot to mention there's uh like some flaring in the magwell. Yeah, built in magwell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You also have a change in the barrel. Yeah, there is They're a doing, change. Um, what's called a marksman barrel on the, the Gen 5s, I believe. Yeah. So let me see. Let me uh actually let me go with the with the 17, take the uh barrel out of this thing. You can't see it. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you're really gonna be able to see it on here. Well, I don't even know. I, I've been told you can't even see it in person. Yeah. The changes? Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't, let me see. Let me put it, hold it up to the light. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there you go. There's the barrel. Yeah, it's the rifling is the big change. They're calling yeah. it a marksman barrel. Yeah. Now, just uh, a, let's see if we can show I, you the right. Look at that. Let's see if I can. Get it right here. I just had the uh, the eyeball. Yeah, it, it, visually it looks about the same. Um, yeah. Got yeah, you can see some there. slight differences in there. Yeah. So I know that they said that you can you can use the cheap ammo and all that kind of stuff on it. I don't know how true that is. I don't know if anyone's uh, shot it with the lead stuff to see what comes out of that. I definitely haven't done that. So I promise you they have if they're saying it. Yeah. You know, we'd have to uh, to see what is the deal with that. Mr. Sumgun says he heard it was a Walther uh, Walther Lothar barrel. I think you're looking for Lothar Walther. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Either way, no, they build their barrels in-house. Glock? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, what what do you think if um, if someone hasn't I think you're saying like if someone hasn't bought a Glock yet or something, it's a good option. If not, I don't think I don't know, man. I, it to me, it's you uh, don't need like. Go ahead. It'd be a fine option. There's nothing wrong with it. There, there's no reason not to buy the Gen 5 over the Gen 4. Now, there's a very real reason to not buy a Gen 3 over a Gen 4 or Gen 5. Um, but, and, and like, that's like the mag release, the, the mag button on these things mm -hmm. on the gen three on, on the gen four, uh, four. gen okay. four and gen five is the reversible one. Um, that is bigger on the gen four and gen five guns they are easier to hit. You don't need to like do weird grinding or anything like that. Yeah. Now Lyle, uh, Claudel is saying that you will need new holsters because of the ambi slide lock. Um, no. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, I don't think so. I didn't bring I didn't bring any holsters with me. Should have done that. <laughs> but I didn't. So there you go. Even if you do, heat it up yeah. with a lighter, you'll be fine. Yeah, I don't I don't foresee that it's gonna be I know most most people have Kydex holsters and things like that, and they may it it, it may may be a thing, so that could be a point. We'll have to try it out and see what happens with that. You know. If you if this is if uh, these are reasons why you've stayed away from it for whatever you know, you're like, hey, I I don't that's, like. That's those not why people grips. stay away from the Glock, though. That's yeah. the reality. It's not yeah. finger grooves that keep somebody away. It's not, you know, it's not an ambi, you know, gun that doesn't keep somebody away. What keeps somebody away from buying a Glock is it's a Glock, and that is the only thing that keeps them away. Mm -hmm. Because for whatever reason, we get emotionally attached to firearms. We don't realize that they're just tools. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that, and I've got a gun over my shoulder that I'm in love with. So, yeah, I mean, that happens to all of us. We fall in love. Yeah, right. I, do what you want to do. That's what I say. I don't think that, look, there's, yeah. there's uh, improvements in there. For me personally, um, I'm not running out there right now and even like buying these just because I've got to control the budget. I don't have like, you know, I hear you guys at TFB TV have like a $2 million budget per episode. <laughs> but um, <laughs> where, where the hell is that money going? Uh, Mr. Sumguns asked if this was the one they put on in the Army trials. No, that was the 17 HMS and the 19, uh, or they did a 19 MHS gun, and that was a Glock 17 size grip with a Glock 19 size slide, uh, which surprisingly is exactly what you get with the FN 509 17 round grip with a Glock 19 side slide. There you go. Another reason in there. So, um, and then they had a safety, right? Yes. Yeah. They had to have a manual safety on it as well. Yeah. So, you know, um, listen, here's my thing. Um, I've got all gen fours right now. So, you know, I don't really have any problems with the gen fours. That's what I have. I, you know, I was talking about the budget. We've got to actually control the budget for what we buy, what we don't buy and all that kind of stuff to, to shoot and test and everything. So short of like someone I know actually buying them and saying, hey, you can go ahead and shoot these like with Big Daddy guns. You know, these particular ones here, they've got them to sell because because folks that come into the store want to get their hands on them as soon as possible. So that's probably going to happen. But somewhere down the line, it's going to come into the store. Someone's going to buy it or I may do it. But if I need if I wind up needing a Glock for some reason. Which, uh, you know, I actually have like duplicates of my 17s and my 19s. So I've got two 17s, two 19s, MOS version, not MOS version. So I'll probably still be fine. But if I had to buy uh, another Glock for some reason, I would go, oh, why not get the Gen 5 if it's available? Otherwise, it's yeah, really not. Yeah, it's not really that big of a deal because they're not going anywhere. You know, it's no. not it's not something to to say. If you ask me right now, um, if Hudson dropped the uh, what is it the Hudson I'm staying H- out of this? Yeah, if they dropped the H nine or something, and I thought, ooh, that's cool, right? Or for the cool factor or whatever it is, or some other some other handgun that was really cool like that, I, I would probably when drop. I would probably drop the money. I uh, we did spend some money to get a Maxim Nine just for the cool factor. It just hasn't uh, has not uh, arrived yet. Uh, although uh, Big Daddy had a few come in, but the one I ordered hasn't come in yet. So that's the thing. I, I mean, I just don't feel like there's a panic because Glock's going to keep making them. They're going to yeah, have Gen Fours, yeah, yeah. Gen Threes, and all that. So well, that was like my thing with this. Like I bought an Arsenal Firearms Strike One. And they don't even like these aren't coming into the country anymore. If you find any, they were brought in a while that back. That's cool. That's a cool gun, man. Yeah. Like it's um, so it's striker fired. It's like super big. Now this is yeah. the what is it? A seventeen round mag. So um, I've got a Glock seventeen with a Strike Industries compensator on it. Oh my it's, goodness. <laughs> I'm trying it out. I want to see. I want to see how it compares. <laughs> yeah, that's so. That's so long. <laughs> it's, it's it's nose heavy now. Yeah. So like here they are butted up back to back. Could you imagine that on a 34? Wow. 
Yeah. And yeah, you can see how long that is. So this is where the Glock 17 slide stops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it, like right there. So you still have more to go. And then on the grip, like, you know, there, it is significantly bigger. This is the uh, Glock here. And then you've got the strike here. So it's another half inch there. Yeah. Uh, what was the capacity on that again? Was it 17? Seven, 17. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it looks like it would be a little bit more than that. But yeah, I know. That's what I thought. Um, yeah. But it is cool because yeah. I'm gonna try to get it apart here without it. Yeah, Jim Bowling sixty eight says I don't. Um, he, I don't think the Glock changes are a big deal at all. But I know we are gun nerds, so we need to nerd out. Yeah, you know that's why we're doing it. Um, um, that's I just, why we're having I mean, the conversation. They're not. No, they're not. It's not like big changes. Like not. Oh my God, they're but, really but Glock is never big changes. They don't ever do big changes. No, why, yeah. why would you? Like when you have contracts and you are winning. Um, you know, contracts with the gun you're building, people are yeah. buying it. You're they don't. They don't have problems versus other guns moving guns in the store. So, for example, one of the things I've seen some people talk about, um, and I was watching uh, Mr. Guns and Gear, who's my friend, who's he was here on the show. He's got a video where he where he um, took I think a 17 out and he was shooting it. You guys can go check that out as well. He's a cool dude. And, he, you know, he was talking about this and he said he, it would have been nice if Glock maybe dropped the price like 50 bucks or something. They don't even I don't think that they feel they need to do that. I think it would be nice if they do that, but they don't have any problem selling them. So everyone else needs to be competitive with them. And that's, I guess, the kind of thing that they're dealing with. Some Mr. Yes. Jones says, uh, hey, Hank, if you get a five, can I have your four? Um, don't take this the wrong way, but probably not. You can ask Lola. I don't get rid of Glocks. It annoys the crap out of her. <laughs> I don't care if I get rid of Glocks anyway. I'm not giving somebody a gun. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, it's, it's not. Where can you get an arsenal strike? I give, people, I give people guns all the time, but it's not that. Uh, Clay Pigeon asks, where can you get an arsenal strike one? Well, you kind of can't. The uh, importation was stopped about a year, a year and a half ago, and they haven't brought any more in. I'm not aware of any like more magazines. Like when I heard about them stopping importation, um, I called them and bought every last magazine they had. Uh, but this is what makes this gun cool. I had to take it apart to show you. Ooh, it's got okay. a. Uh, on. Let me lock. Let me lock you in here. Okay, good. So the Arsenal Strike One isn't a tilting breech block uh, firearm. So if you've got a clock, uh, well, I guess that'll work. Maybe. Um, so you see how it's got this cutout on the stupid compensator thing? When you bring it back, it's going to poke that barrel up. Actually, Hank, could you... What? Crap. I, I don't have a full-size... Yeah, well, this will work. I forgot I had a compensator on there. Um, so, like on this one, you see that the compensator is in line with the slide, and then when you pull the slide to the rear... People ask, well, why is the why is it tilting up? Why does it look like it's broken? Mm-hmm. Well, that's because it has what's called a tilting breech block. The Arsenal Strike One doesn't, and I'm gonna bring that in close. Whenever you whenever the pistol is locked, you see these lugs go up. Whenever the pistol is fired, they recoils to the rear, drops uh-huh. out of the way, and that's what uh, locks the barrel in place. So it's got something called a Bergman action. That's something that's not been done for about 110 years, whenever this gun was introduced, which is why I thought it was really cool. And they were able to achieve like a really low bore axis with it. And mm-hmm. it's really flat shooting, really accurate. Like it's a solid, solid gun. It's just really big. 
and the dude that was uh, importing the things was charging like stupid money. I, I think he was asking like eight hundred and seventy dollars MSRP. Okay, is that what you paid for yours? Or I don't, I, I don't, I think so. It might have been. I, I don't remember. Um, I, I'll be honest. I think I bought it uh, used after I did a test on it. Uh, yeah. I think but, I think it's cool. The cool factor is a big deal. Uh, Zachary Cahill says Glock doesn't make big changes, but they are just enough on the Gen Five that they aren't interchangeable with the Four. Need to wait a while for aftermarket to catch up on the Five. So you know, yeah, I can't I can't really speak to that. Um, I haven't um, had a chance to take one apart. Yeah, should we? Let me see if we can do interchangeabilities here. While uh, well, here. so the slide's probably going to interchange. Like that's yeah. the only thing that you can really test. Uh, the Glocks are backward. Uh, the magazines are backwards compatible. I know that. Now, the one thing um, that I don't know about is like the trigger bar and is like the, the trigger's uh, a little different on this on these. I think I, I've heard that the trigger bar is different. I was talking to Apex uh, today, as a matter of fact. I was talking to them about the 356 TSW. Um, apparently, they're going to try to bring that back. No, you cannot. Um, at least I'm not having an easy time trying to put the uh, the Gen there Five slide on a, on a four. So I'm trying to put the five slide on the four, and it's not wanting to do anything. Hmm. And uh, let me try the other way and see what happens here. So, nope. <laughs> Can't go the other way either. Can't put the four on the five. Yeah, so there's there's differences there. So take a look at how go. high the uh, the slide rails are milled on the slide, like the the rails where they, where they machined. Has one look visibly taller than the other? No, the slide. Uh, yeah, uh, let me see here. Yeah, slide itself. Yeah, so in the back here, I have the. Um, Oh, look at that. There is a difference. There's, there's, the yeah, there's, yeah, there's differences here. So, I mean. I wonder if it's superficial, though, because you can use like a Gen 3 trigger bar and a Gen 4, yeah. um, and a Gen 4 and a Gen 3, but I don't know about the 5. Uh, can you tilt it down just a bit further? So it looks like the cruciform's the same. Um, are those both uh, 17s or 19s? These are both 19s. Okay. Uh, it looks like you've got the old ejector in your 19. You actually might want to look at the number on that. Yeah. Um, the number on my 19? Oh, because the, they upgraded the, um, the yeah, ejector? Yeah, it should be 336, I think. Um, oh, no. Um, 30274? Yeah, three zero. Where am I looking at the number on the frame? No, it's going to be on the ejector itself. This will get a a, a pointy oh. thing. Yeah. Here. Well, good luck with me seeing that. Take, take a look. <laughs> right here. Hold on. Huh? This is the number right here. Oh, right there. Okay. Hold on yeah. a second. Let me see. I need a flashlight. Where's my flashlight? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It should be three zero two seven four. It looks like mine's pretty dirty. Uh, three three six. Yeah. Okay. So you get the three, old three, one. Six you, on this one. Yeah. You so. probably should replace it. That's the Gen three uh, ejector, and it was replaced because there was an issue. I don't know if like you guys could see it. Stuff. That oh, was one of the okay. versions that was made. Yeah. So this is a. Um, I think I probably got Gen fours when they came out. 
Uh, yeah, you, you also may want to take a look at your recoil, your, your recoil spring, and replace that too. Oh, okay. So, is that something that uh, was there a recall on it, or on the uh, recoil spring is yes, on the ejector is no. But if oh, you experience okay. issues, then you replace it. I would just replace it. They're dirt cheap. Like you're talking maybe okay. thirty bucks worth of parts per gun. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Good info there. I'm gonna have to do that. Yeah, so I don't think I don't think the um, I don't think the parts are that interchangeable. So yeah, definitely. You know, you don't have to be in a rush for it. Now I know there was someone else trying to buy my nineteen. Um, <laughs> I'll probably refer you to what I said before. <laughs> so I I need more. I need I, I want like a you know I've got a Gen three that we did stuff on, but I need, I want like a Gen one or whatever. I'm into you know. I want to have the whole line. So when I do stuff like this, I could sit there and look at it and see what all the differences are and all of that. But, you know, like I said, if I'm going to, if I'm going to spend money, I, I like to spend money on the cool stuff as well. You know, even when it comes to handguns. Well, yeah. yeah. Speaking of spending money. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> uh Oh, what happened? Oh, I think people have been waiting for you to talk about something. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, if they, is there something that people want yeah. to? Now, was there a story that you were supposed to tell us about the, uh, what's that Glock that you have there? What was the story on that? Because I think last time you didn't tell us. Oh, now you're eating. Okay, fine. All right, let me take this opportunity. Sneak it in while, when I can. Yeah, while he's chewing, we don't want, you know, we don't want to have to like send him emergency help or anything there. Don't forget to, uh, we got a bunch of people like watching a whole bunch of comments and stuff. Don't forget to click the like and share this. Let me see. Um, don't forget that we have links in our description um, to the Forged from Freedom t-shirt. Um, and that's on Instagram as well as ForgedFromFreedoms.com. But we have a link um, that 100% of that money goes to the folks in uh, Houston for uh, recovery efforts. And then also Grab a Gun has something going on on Facebook. There, um, there's like an IWI Galil Ace SAR silent auction going on that also benefits everything that's happening in Houston. So um, let me see. And then, uh, you know, what I was saying also is that like I like the 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 cool different stuff. I'm into bullpups, for example. So right now, um, did, did you ever hear of the Bowberg pistol? Yes, sir. It is a bullpup pistol. Yeah. What do you think about that? On arms. Um, yeah. I think it's a raging piece of crap. Okay, <laughs> there you go. So, you know, um, yeah, Alex, you has, uh, Alex's dad had one and I shot one. Are you talking about the original Boberg or? Okay, have you had a chance to see the one that Bond Arms or see what? No, I've, I've, okay. I've seen one. I've not shot one. I, I mean, they're like 45 minutes from my house. So mm -hmm. I, I should probably just drive down there. You should, yeah. One, but I, I haven't. Yeah, I'm going to try to get one to come in because I think from what I've seen, they've done some work on it. I know the original Boborg one did not work very well, also was very expensive. I think Bond Arms brought down the prices on it and they've, you know, fixed some stuff. So we'd like to get one in and test it. That kind of stuff interests me, you know, just yeah, because it's so, yeah, it's so drastically different, you know, and it's a bullpup. Sort of, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, that's, that's like, you know. Yeah, are you a bullpup guy like, or no? You're probably not a bullpup guy. I'm, I'm not. I don't. I actually don't own a single one. 
Okay, there you go. So you're not a bullpup guy. I, it's not that I, I just don't own one. Uh, I've okay. actually been waiting on a media sample of the Tavor X95 for about a year now. Oh, for the X95? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a year. You know, if you're ever if you're ever out in Florida, man, you're always welcome to come hang out with me. And I've got X95 and the Tavor, so you know. Yeah, like I shot a X95 at uh, this last shot show uh, at the Geisley Lane at Industry Day with oh, okay. the Super Sabra and uh, like their trigger pack in there. Mm-hmm. And like I was really impressed. It felt like an AR with a Geisley in it, and it was it was really really handy. Um, and that, that, that's like pretty rad for a truck gun. Yeah, I like the X95. Lots of good improvements in there, I think. Um, you know, there's still some things I like about the Tavor, but the, what I like about the X95 is if you bought a Tavor, you had to spend all this money to upgrade stuff. Like mine's all super upgraded. <laughs> so it probably went from like close to 2000 to closer to 3000 with all the upgrades. With the X95, you really don't have to do anything. You could you could do the trigger from Geisley, you know, um, but they make it they make it so much easier to do all those things. So I, I still like both of them. I'm not that's probably like you were saying, you know, you kind of like fall in love with guns a little bit. That Tavor, yeah, my Tavor yeah. I'll probably never sell either. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, um, there you go. Uh, Lola saying that uh, Salient Arms has. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Salient has teamed up with Arsenal Firearms to bring back the uh, the Strike One. I don't know if they've got any like new production strike one. Is that for twenty six fifteen or something or twenty six twenty five? That's no, the- no. It better not be. That's crazy money. Yeah, uh, that's what she's saying. Twenty six. Is it twenty six fifteen? Twenty five. Twenty. Oh, twenty six twenty five. Okay. That can't be right. They're they're targeting yeah. a price point of like eight hundred and fifty wow. bucks. Uh, yeah. Someone look that up and verify that for us. I think that came from Razor JB. So let's verify the price. Lola um, says she looked it up and it was tw- yeah, 2625 no, Lola? Yes. No, that's Hank, that, that's Hawk Arms. They've they've got some like crazy one-off thing. Yeah. Um Patrick is saying that's Hawk Arms or someone else that's got a one-off. Yeah, that, that's it, a little bit high. It's, it's it's like a tier it's just a strike eight tier one package. Yeah. Like yeah. They they haven't even brought any of those in. This is just a, a strike one that's gotten a ton of millwork and stippling. Um, it's no different than a custom Glock. My understanding is that they're supposed to be producing a uh, like ready to go model that's price point is supposed to be seven sixty nine. Okay. Um, and we covered it at shot. Like I did, I sat down with uh, Dimitri at uh, Strike at uh, at Strike. Not strike Arsenal Firearms Group, Arsenal, whoever, yeah. Arsenal, whoever they are. Yeah. Um, so like, there's a whole big saga that goes along with it. I'm kind of like lukewarm as to whether or not they'll come back. I'm not holding my breath. Like, I I don't even shoot my strike one anymore. I'm gonna kind of, I'm I'm actually thinking about selling it, um, because like with hollow points, it's not the most reliable thing due due to the design of the pistol and some other stuff. Okay. Yeah. So now when we were talking about the Hudson H9, I noticed you didn't want to say anything. Yeah. Do you not man, like uh, it or are you on no, embargo? No. Is there uh, a no, video I'm, coming I'm, up on that? Any secrets? Um, actually, I'm under NDA. Like uh, Cy oh. Hudson and uh, <laughs> Cy and Laura are, are dear friends of mine. Um, like I've got a lot of respect for them. They're good people. And yeah. um, like 
Okay, I was just trying to. I was just yeah. I just yeah. wanted to see what was the, what, what was the, the deal. I like their story. They have a really cool story. You know, they're amazing people. Yeah. They really are. They're some of the nicest people in the firearms industry I've ever met. Like, I talk to Sai for about forty five minutes every other week, every third week, something like mm-hmm. that. And every time I call him, you know, it's you know, hey, what's going on, Patrick? You know, that that Texas twang and just personable and yeah, uh, they were good know, folks, great, man. Great, great people. Uh, yeah, when that comes out, I'm um, I'm getting one just you know for whatever. I'm Lola's is gonna be like a whole thing, you know. But I'm gonna get one just to support. I like the story and everything that they're doing. You know, I think that it's gonna be something decent because they're trying to put the work in from what I see. But obviously, we don't know, so I'm not trying to say that. But it's the kind of thing that I would want to just get in there. It's like the first gun. I don't know how. Obviously, you've got an NDA, so you probably can't talk about it. So I can I can't I can't yeah. talk about um, why their guns aren't out there were some small uh, finishing issues um, with some of the small parts. So if you're familiar with how manufacturing works, like Glock and Smith & Wesson and Ruger are like the only three people in the entire gun industry that build all of their stuff in-house. Everyone else, like, um, you know, outsources a part. You have to. Um, Yeah. yeah, Those guys have the resources to do it. If you look at my, um, I've got a uh, honor defense honor guard, like every single part, and that is outsourced. Like nothing is made in house. Mm-hmm. They, they, somebody else produces every piece, but they bring it all in house and then they, um, you know, they do the QC and assemble the pistols on site. So they're manufacturing it, but all the parts are made by different vendors. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's how manufacturing works now. Uh, well, the small parts that uh, they got for the, uh, Hudson were not finished quite right and Cy wasn't happy with how it looked. So he sent them back and uh, said, no, this isn't good enough. Do it again. So he would rather miss a ship date and make sure the guns are perfect when they roll out and get into consumers' hands rather than meet a deadline. Yeah. Now that sounds like, that. yeah, that sounds like probably no big deal to anyone out there listening to it. Like, oh, that's no big deal. If it was a big, massive company you know, these guys put everything into funding this company. Yeah. You know, they put their whole life into this. So to think about like, you know, if if Lola and I hocked everything we had, got all the money, took all the loans from everyone we knew and put everything into building a gun, we would. It, and then we're like, man, we got to have to slow this down or whatever. That's a big decision to make. So John um, Warren, John Warren says Hudson, six more months, H9. It's really not called for, dude. Like. They're a new company. They hit speed bumps. Mm-hmm. Um, just because um, they, they haven't hit their launch date. Like, I think there are, what, uh, at this point, maybe three weeks behind uh, their okay. projected launch date. Like, that's pretty impressive. Um, somebody, Razor JB, says it needs work. It should have been out by now. Uh, do understand, this gun has been in development, like, from a napkin drawing to like working prototype at SHOT Show, or I'm sorry, um, from a napkin drawing to the point where there will be shipping guns, like to today, it's been about 18 months. Yeah, that's not a lot of time, yeah. Revolution, uh, with a totally different take on a pistol in 18 months is incredible. Yeah. Especially with limited resources. Yeah. So I don't think people give them the credit they deserve. Like I said, they're friends of mine, but... and. I'm the first, I'll be the first guy to call somebody out if they're they're acting a fool. But like Sai and his team are really trying hard, and they're doing amazing things. Because yeah. like rolling out a new design, it's something that's not been done before in 18 months. 
that's really a huge feat. It's not for the faint-hearted. So, yeah, I would agree with you on that. Let's give them a little bit. I, I obviously don't know them as well as you. Um, you know, I hope you put in a good word for us because we want to – we would definitely like to test that gun when it comes out, just like everybody else. I mean, I think that's something, to me, that would be exciting just because – you know, imagine if you could meet Colt back in the days, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and, like, I don't and know. Then, I, and then you really liked his story, and he was a dude that was in the military, you know? And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, there are very, very few people in this industry. Uh, like, there are a lot of good people in this industry, but very, very few that I'll, that I'll, I'll like, actively take time out of my week and, like, give a call and say, hey, bro, what's going on? Uh, you know, and, and kind of, like, catch up with them. Like, uh my buddy Tom at FN is one of those guys. Uh, Sai is one of those guys. Ryan McMillan over at Graybo is one of those guys. The dudes over at Alamo Precision Rifles, those are like hey, people like that. And like finding those type of people that were like, I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll take a couple hours out of my day and go sit down and, 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 you know, catch up with them, see if there's anything I can do to help them. Um, like being able to build that bond in this industry is really, really rare. Yeah. Um, like Zach over at XS Sites is one of those dudes. Uh, Zach at DSG as well. I mean, I don't want to leave, you know, my hometown homeboys out. Yeah. Um, so are, no, they, I mean, are they in Texas also, Hudson? Yeah, yeah, they are. They're about uh, two and a half, three hours away south, uh, you know, south of me. Okay, and, cool. Uh, well out of the path of the hurricane, thank God. Yeah, I'd love to go uh, check them out to, uh, you know, when, when everything comes out and all that. I'd love to check out and see how it's how it's yeah, built sure. and all that kind of stuff. On my channel, people enjoy seeing how things are made. So I'd, I'd love to do something like that. Once it's all cool to do that, I know there's a there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. But I really do think it's going to be worth the wait for people out there that, are, you know, I know you're waiting. If you've got money in reserve, I would still keep the money in reserve. It is coming. Yeah. It is coming. Um, yeah, I mean, good luck on trying to get a factory tour. He won't even let me come down and have a couple of beers. <laughs> that's right now right he's not going to be like that once he puts this out is he he's, or is he still going to be that way he, he thinks that the factory's too messy oh oh okay like yeah, he's I a very a very very uh particular dude like he's like no nah, man it's it's just it, it's too big too big of a mess i was like dude i just wanted to come down and hang out shoot the gun a little bit mm -hmm. you know chill i'll bring some shiner and uh it's like no dude there's boxes everywhere i gotta clean it up before you come out patrick <laughs> that's a good I hear that from a lot of people people are always asking me how come I don't do a, a how it's made thing with this company or that company I hear that a lot okay so um, let's go to um, the SIG Rattler I think Kal-El asked this uh, will you guys be getting the SIG Rattler the what the SIG Rattler that's like uh, M like a MCX M you know MPX kind of thing you know five five six but i think it's a seven inch barrel you didn't see that from sig they've I, got I, like this super super tactical operator video that cracks that crack. you have to look at that go go on i'm gonna SIG's. go on a limb and say we're probably not gonna see <laughs> a, a sig rattler um review. yeah you patrick no. no, no soup for you no soup for you no rattler for me yeah i'm okay with that though yeah, because um, it it looks dumb. You should go look at it, it. To me, I think it's a cool gun. I probably would try to. I know my brother's trying to build one. Why? Uh, I, I would try to just just for the hell of it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go yeah. there. I'm no, nice just guy. just for the just like for the hell. You no, you it. don't have to. You don't have to be nice. That's okay. You know, that's all right. I don't. You know, my feelings don't get hurt um, too much. See, I played a YouTube video of the yeah. stupid and go down video, and it killed the audio. 
Oh, I can still hear you. Window. Yeah, yeah, no, it still does yeah. the mic thing, but it kills oh. the audio to this window for whatever re reason. Oh. Oh. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not going to look at it. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, go look at their video, because they have this really crazy video, though, that's all super operator in, like, uh, you know, in, uh, I don't know, some Middle Eastern country in the village, and there's a dude. I, I, I saw drone footage, <laughs> and I was like, dude, I'm popping smoke. I'm going to get back to the chat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're not getting that. You're not getting that. I don't no, know. No, I don't, that's going to be, I don't, I don't know that I would be able to get something like that. I don't have any, um, I don't have any kind of uh, even... Yeah, that, connections him? or um yeah probably it's going to need that but i don't know oh, yeah, yeah i don't know anyone behind the scenes at sig so that will someone will have to uh get that and i, I used to, to us. i don't even know i don't know if he still has a job but oh, okay yeah i do have a sig uh 516 which i think is awesome you know piston driven all you buddy rifle. yeah so you know I, i've got no problems with that i actually use that to torture test stuff so there you go. I mean, that's like, for me. Uh, I think the 516 is a good, good rifle. One my MOA me. out of a five inch barrel, like one MOA out of a like solid gun with solid ammo is like really not that impressive anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, let's see here. This is a just over one MOA group out of a shitty like parts bin build. This is the torture test rifle. Oh, okay, this yards. is the one that you just the uh, torture test video that's yeah, up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the baseline. So this is one of the groups I shot. It is one point one, yeah, uh, one point one one seven inch at one hundred yards, uh, and that's a five shot group. Okay. Do you have that gun? Because um, I know you just put up the yeah. video. If so, for anyone who's interested, there is a link to TFB TV in the description of this as well. So you guys can go check that out after you watch this. Watch this first. And then you can go check that out. You realize you're asking me to bring out the cheapest, crappiest gun I own, and I've yeah, got you, like twelve thousand dollars in rifles. Yeah, next yeah. No, you can absolutely pull bad. those rifles out, but show us this first because you just threw up a video of it. So I'm sure people would like to. So here is the bargain bin gross rifle. Um, it is. I, I see that handguard heated up pretty fast on you. Uh, no, dude. Like that was. No. Uh, I oh, cut okay. a bunch of rounds out. Uh, that was about two hundred fifty rounds in. Oh, that's what, okay. Oh, you were fast forwarding in the video then. Oh yeah, you know, I was fast forwarding and I cut a lot of stuff out, but oh, okay. um, you know, we've got a rattle campaign job, some just basic like everyday parts that you might find. Uh, yes, it is absolutely a Frankenstein gun. Um, you know, we've got a buttstock from a cult expanse. This is a, um, and this is the only place anyone's going to hear where these parts came from. Uh, <laughs> on, on, on two of these parts, the only time I'm ever going to say it. You didn't um, say this in the video? No, no, I'm not putting that out there. If they want to dig oh. through in um, what we're at nine, an hour and a half into this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Want Somebody's going to want to build podcast, one of these and call it. No, they're not. Yeah, sure they are. Go ahead. Keep hitting us with the parts list. Go ahead. So, anyway, the, the only time I'm ever going to say this, this is a buffer tube <laughs> off a Springfield Armory Saint. Uh, the castle nut is off the same Saint, and I blew this gun up with 10 pounds of Tannerite. Um. You did? Okay, I yeah, didn't get yeah, that yeah. far in the video. No, 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 no. Like, I blew the, the Saint up with 10 pounds of Tannerite. Oh, the Saint. Oh, okay. Oh. That's what's left of the Saint. Oh, wow. Okay. You blew up the Saint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that, that is, like, what is left of the, uh, the Saint. I had the barrel at one point, um, and if you look at the upper build video, you see that barrel. It's what did you think like about the Saint? 
Um, it's all right. You know, I, I mean, it's just, it's an okay gun. I think they could have done a little better. I think the second iteration where they brought out the M-Lock rail, like really set it apart. Okay, cool. All right. Keep showing us the gun. I don't think you went yeah, through yeah. all the parts. No, 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 I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Um, so anyway, we got a Colt Expanse, um, buttstock on here. We've got a, uh, mill, mill spec buffer tube from a Springfield Armory Saint, castle nut from a Saint. Um, and I don't know where the end plate, plate came from. Uh, Delton lower the lower parts kit is a no-name parts kit uh, that included the grip I think I paid 30 bucks for the lower parts kit from like Joe Bob Outfitters or something uh, I believe it's an Anderson upper um, we've got a strike industries uh, port cover here which is pretty nice uh, it's a little polymer one uh, okay. DSG arms bolt carrier the bolt itself is of unknown manufacturer I don't know who the hell made it um, and I think there might be some problems with it. Uh, we've got a Nordic Components rifle length uh, handguard on here, a CMMG gas block, a Faxon gas tube, Faxon gunner profile barrel, a flash hider off of that same Saint that I blew up. Um, and that's really about it. So to make one of these, someone has to go buy a Saint, blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> just so you know, just for anyone out there, I'm going to make yeah, a yeah. snippet out of this, this part of the video. I'll make no, a you're snippet. not. Like, how, yes, I'm going to put that up. Again. Never will speak to you again. Um, <laughs> oh, it's going up now. No, 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 seriously. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, but like, yeah, we just kind of. Yeah. So, um. Uh, okay, someone uh, Tango Hunter wants to know our opinion on AR-10s. I, if you're paying five ninety nine for an AR-10 because it's three oh eight and it's an AR-10, you probably shouldn't buy it. You probably need to pick something up that's a little bit better. Uh, just because something's cheap and it does a thing doesn't mean it's worth owning. Yeah, um, you can get. I know that Stag has a Bones version of the three oh eight that we're giving away. Um, yeah, I, I would look at that. They are, sure. they are a 10. I think that's a close to a thousand dollars. I know that uh, WMD guns that we're going to be doing some stuff with, they are Nibix. They do the finish on a lot of different guns and they have a, a bones version of their beast, which is a 308. And that's like a, around 900 bucks as well. Yeah. I would just go, you know, get a bones version of something and then put the furniture and all that, that you want on it. I mean, like just, just buy something reputable, something quality. Um, yeah. Talk to people about what the right gas port size is. Try to find out what yeah. you know they're drilling it for. Yeah, I like a 308. I have a Reaper from LWRC. Right on, right on. Yeah, um, it's, it's actually a, only it's expensive as all get out. <laughs> Good. You can't just say that an AR-10 is fine because it looked fine and most of the reviews were fine. Like that's like not a good barometer to buy. Uh, yeah, who is that? Oh, that's Walter. I don't says, care. We, brought, we, we brought in one of the Palmetto Air Tens for a customer. It looked fine, and most of the reviews were fine. That's from Walter. Uh, yeah, some gun was... says you get what you pay for. Yes. So, you know, just know that. Um, and then, you know, it depends, you know, what you want to do with it, how much you're going to shoot it. So, and then know that a lot of these, eight, like if you're going to put suppressors on them, a lot of them don't, um, you, you may have some issues on, unless you put an adjustable gas block on there. Um, yeah, it depends. Suppressors. Um, yeah. I mean, but uh, I think the going, the going price for like a bones or stripped version is like around a thousand bucks and then they all go up from there. But you, you know, you can just put your own stuff on it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that really is the ideal thing to do. But uh, now the problem with being like, oh, I've got an AR-10 from Palmetto State and it's been fine. Um, like it's something I, I, I urge your you know listeners and viewers or whatever you know, it, it, to caution themselves. Uh, that's a sample size of one. You know, you have one dude that says, yes, it's good. You could have 10 other dudes to say, no, the thing's a complete piece of crap. Yeah. And also, it depends on like what you're going to do with it. I know I saw the one of the burndown videos that Iraq veteran did on the Palmetto. It wasn't a 308. I think it was just a 223. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I think Iraq veteran did that. Uh, so, no, I, mean, I mean, that's, you know, and they said, like, you know, it burned down relatively quickly. But that's, you know, you're going to get what you're what you're going for. But if you're not going to shoot it a lot and you don't want to spend a lot of money. Yeah. You might still you might still run into problems, but you know. I mean. Yeah, well, and like having issue recycling ammo properly. Um, yeah, Walter, I'm not saying you don't know anything. I'm saying that that's a sample size of one, and that it's irresponsible to say it's a good firearm based on seeing just one. No, I think uh, he's being he's sarcastically saying I make stuff I don't know anything. Sarcastic. No, 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 no. I know. I get it. I get it. I get it. And then John um, Warren saying, I'm sure Walter knows. <laughs> um, no, here's the, the thing. Here's the thing. Um, uh, you know, obviously, Walter's my friend. He's my buddy. You know, he didn't come on, but he is watching us. So we appreciate that. Um, I sure. And, and I want to just tell everyone, remember, Walter is a manufacturer. <laughs> and he he could take stuff and make it better. And I've seen him do it all the time. He's always getting like some, you know, some gun he's got got for a really good price. But he usually, in my in my uh, humble opinion, I see him fixing them up and adding stuff that you might not you you either may be able to do or may not be able to do. So just think about that. Walter's got like some very expensive CNC machines and all that that he can go to when he needs to. Yeah. So I mean, yes, they all do burn down with enough rounds. But like on the AR-10 uh, specifically, like why I might stray away from a Palmetto gun um, is. Uh, Creedmoor, I, I, I'm, I'm happy with it. Um, I think the yeah. POF is the POF stuff is pretty good. I remember, you know, going back to Iraq veteran, they try to burn down a POF and couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've had okay experience with POF. Um, I, I would go with them over others. If it were me, I would probably just buy a Smith Wesson, uh, you know, MD AR-10 and, and yeah. be done with it. Uh, if I were doing, uh, yes, 6.5 Creedmoor does be just fine in a semi-auto. As a matter of fact, CMMG has a 6.5 Creedmoor um, in six uh, in the AR pattern, AR-10 pattern. Yeah. That, that That is pretty rad. Someone has to check this for me, but I think Smith & Wesson has a MMP-10 in the Bones version. I think so. Uh, I think so. No. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm pushing the Bones thing. I think that's a good idea. I think more guys should do the Bones versions. Uh, yeah, like OEM style stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think uh, who started it? Um, um, Colt. Uh, yes, maybe. I think the first one I came across was Colt. I don't know. I'm sure someone will tell me right. that I'm right. totally wrong. So yeah. um, uh, I'm not seeing a, as you call it, a Bones version on their website for Smith and Wesson. Um, no, I don't. Uh, hmm. But I, I would feel happy buying one of them. Uh, 
I think what's, what's their what's their AR10? What's yeah DPMS probably not. Um, I think, no 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 DPMS makes the the super SAS that was supposed to be pretty good. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Aero Precision probably has something. Uh, yeah, they got something. They're okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else makes something that's pretty good. Um, uh, nothing Colt makes is worth anything in 308. Uh, really? Okay. Uh, they've got the Colt Mark 901, and that thing is proprietary and dumb because it's proprietary. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Yeah. Or you can go get a, a Reaper. <laughs> Do that, yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. Low, yeah. I'll go uh, to a retailer's website and see what they're offering. Um, okay. So says, what, what, what round are we talking about here? Is that the 6.5 Creed more? Yeah, 6.5 Creed. Yeah, that's a cool round. I'm, I'm liking yeah. that more and more every day. Um, I, I've uh, shot it in uh, bolt action. It's pretty cool. And there's some... Um, Speaking you know, of 6.5 Creed more... Okay, what do you got? Yeah, let's see the expensive guns you were telling us about. Oh, girl. Mm. I got some. Oh, what is this? This is oh, my Alamo Precision Rifles 6.5 Creedmoor 26 inch barrel? Yes, 26 inch barrel. Um, so, we've got their new Curtis action on here, which is a 60 degree throw. I've got that Vortex Gen 2. Uh, Razor HD up on top that we were messing with last time I was on, um, but I, it's it, this is my custom gun um, and this is going to be my PRS rig. Um, so we've got on the muzzle brake side. I'm going to try to not knock anything off my desk. On the muzzle brake, we've got a uh, crap. I, I, I mean, I just ordered the thing. Um, this is the little bastard. It's a little bastard brake. Um, it's got a hardy 26 inch Sendero contour or Remington varmint contour barrel. Yeah. Sitting inside of a McMillan. Don't break any more coffee, coffee mugs. I, I knocked it the right way. Um, okay. So we've got a McMillan A5 with the spacer system, the adjustable cheek piece, and uh, it's cut for an A5 BDL with flush cups installed. Mr. Some Gun uh, says nice gun. Sugar Bear likes the bolt. Um, what? Yeah, looks like a. What's the bolt you have on there? Um, it, this is the uh, factory bolt. Oh, it is. Okay, Alamo. Precision. Yeah, Alamo. Well, if this is uh, yeah. Alamo Precision Rifles built it for me. Um, now the bolt on this is a it, the one that comes with the action that they sell. It's a three lug bolt, which means you get a sixty degree throw. Mm-hmm. Um. So that is pretty rad right there. Um, I've got a Calvin Elite Timney trigger in here. Uh, it takes AICS mags, and I was lucky enough to score some of these things. These are contract overrun AI mags. I'll try to get the – come on. You know, I really should, like, expand my window when I'm trying to do this. So I saw the thing. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. So, yeah. yeah, you can see the AI in there. So yeah. these, these are uh, from the MSR PSR program, um, and this is in 6.5 Creedmoor. Um, but, you know, we've got that spur mount with the uh, the razor in there. and all You that shot stuff. this already? No, I picked it up today, as a matter of fact. Oh, um, cool. I got back to the house at 7 and then saw the email from Lola, and I was like, man, I really wanted to play with this thing a little bit more. 
But, Did you um, forget that you were coming on with us tonight? If I, if you got to pick one of these things up, would you not like forget? <laughs> no, I know. I, all I want to do is just play with you know. If you get a toy, all you want to do is play with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So if, if you take a look at the throw on this, that's what makes this thing really special. Is it's only sixty degrees to unlock and lock the bolt. Um, now. This has been like a dream of mine to own a really great precision rifle, and I finally have had the chance. I finally got the chance. So, what does uh, something like this run with the optic? Mm, probably you should tell us without. But okay, go ahead. <laughs> go tell us uh, <laughs> I, I can tell you, it's 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 about seven thousand dollars with the optic. Uh, uh, without, <laughs> with the, without the optic, it's about forty two hundred. Oh, okay. Okay. Can yeah, you, like I said. You, go ahead. Can you move it forward? What do you What do you have forward of it there? Um, I'm trying to see. You got to buy. What, what is that there? Is that a QD? No. Is that? Yeah, it's a it's a QD uh, bipod. It's just an Atlas um, QD bipod. Oh, okay. But even above that, there's a something that there's a circle. Oh yeah, those are flush cups. Those are QD cups. Oh, they are. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so Atlas. A rail yeah. on. And uh, they did this finish. This is Cerakote. Uh, yeah, it is Cerakote. They did do it. Uh, the dude that painted it uh, was one of McMillan's old employees. Oh, okay. So yeah, no, this is a. Oh, that's pretty sweet, man. That's awesome. Congratulations and, uh, on that. Thank you. Well, so you're, giving, there, you're doing you're doing a giveaway on that, right? Is that what ah, I heard you? Is very that what funny. you were saying? <laughs> very very funny. Um, so hang on a second. I just saw something about FN. Um, uh, FN. Yes, FN does produce the uh, M16A4 and the M4 for the military currently. They did win the contract. That's correct. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so this is my 223. This is a 223 here. Also from out. So you got both of these today? or you've had I did. I did. Yeah, it was an expensive day. Um, I'm surprised you even came on the show, man. <laughs> I really wanted to go straight. To I'm the surprised range. you didn't say what. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, nice. uh, what's is, that pattern you have on this? This uh, is actually uh, a paint job they did in house. This started life as a green gray bow re renegade stock, and they did a uh, kind of a woodland camo ambush yeah. paint yeah. on this. Is is what yeah. we kind of cooked up because I was hanging out with the dudes. Um, Awesome. <laughs> guns. I would rather light myself on fire and give one of these away. I like this, yeah, nice. I like that comment from some guns. Just so for people who um who don't know what he's saying, some guns says, Hey Patrick, if you get a new Alamo, can I have your older one? <laughs> I, I will light myself on fire before I give my gun my, my uh, Alamo builds away. These things are amazing. Good luck with that. Good luck. Um, yeah, with anyway, that. I was I was hanging out with him this day and uh the Syracuse guy and I were talking and the, the stock finish is actually Duraco. Um, and I was like, dude, I really want to do like, like a woodland camo thing. And what can you do? He's like, well, I've tried doing this once before, but I only did two colors. So we did a four color uh, camo pattern and it came out really, really cool. Um, Tango now, Hunter says the mag looks large for a 223. It does look large uh, because it is a 30 cal body. That's how the AI mags work. And you see you get an insert in there um, for the 223. Hmm. So if I can find a 223 laying around here somewhere, I'm sure I've got one. 
and not kick this expensive rifle. Here we are. Got some match grade ammo. So, oh, Walter's going to bed. Okay, good night, Walter. Good night, Make Walter. sure you drink your milk first. Warm it up. Nice. Yeah, but you got a two two three in there. Um, there's a plastic insert inside the magazine, um, and that's so it fits into AI bottom metal. Yeah, very cool. Here, look, I'm going to show for Walter. I'll show the Trump rooster one more time. One more time, Trump rooster. You can get this from Safety Harbor. Okay. All right. So yeah. So now, pretty rad little patch. So this has that same kind of bolt. Uh, no, no. Um, this has got a spiral footed bolt, but this is a factory Remington bolt. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just a factory Remington oh, tulip yeah. bolt uh, that's been worked over by uh, my friends over at uh, Alamo Precision. Come on, focus. Come on. Pull it, pull it back a little bit. Uh, well, it's wanting to yeah. focus on my face. Yeah. Come on. You got to block your face. <laughs> <laughs> anyhow uh um, yeah I, we yeah. can kind of see it yeah so maybe i'm hoping hey. maybe more more surface area uh yeah, yeah so like they trued up the action on this remington 700 receiver and it is a 223 build the uh radial fluting was all done in-house um as was the cerakote and all that good stuff but uh you remember i told you pay attention to how far the bolt throw was on the uh other gun right so with this one since it's a two law you see you have 90 degrees of throw in order to get that to you know unlock yeah. and so the other one's just a little bit faster yeah uh, you know but this is a 24 inch 223 remington um it should be capable of maybe you know this half minute or minute quarter minute so we've got an ASR break on the end because I've got to be able to put my can on here. Um, you know, it being a two-two-three, it's going to be something I shoot a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have a twenty-four inch Remington Varmint Sendero contour barrel and one-seven twist uh, chambered in two-two-three Remington. Um, this one has a Harris bipod, so I went a little bit more of the economic route on the two-two-three. On the bipod, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, on the whole thing, um, it's in a Graybo Ren uh, Renegade stock. Um, we have a Curtis Custom bottom metal and then uh, accurate mags, which are significantly cheaper than AI. I think this has got a Seeking Scope base and a Bushnell HDMR2 with the Horus uh, H59 reticle in a spur. Um, I think it's a SP4011 mount. Yeah, so, it looks um, good. You're getting uh, some yeah. gun says that, that rifle's badass. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, um, then some people are getting on me for, for making fun of Walter. Because <laughs> <Nah>. uh, <laughs> uh, someone wants to know how old I am. I am 45 years old. 45. 45. So Silent Knights said, I hate to say this, but your money would have been better, better spent on an RPR if you want to shoot 223. Well, you would be wrong on that, sir, because um, this gun was built to work on barricade practice and things like that. So positional shooting and things like that. Um, I'll be able to, to replicate the feel of my big gun with this gun and shoot less costly ammo um, 
and be able to you know do fun things like shoot a light projectile or a lighter projectile like a 69 grain or 77 grain 223 maybe 75 grain um and really get more effect of uh, the wind so I'll, I'll have to learn how to call wind a whole lot better with the 223 remington than i will with the 65 and that'll just make me better with the 65 yeah lola wants to know what specific guns those alamo guns so, were just i guess she so wants to make sure both, she tags it later yeah they're they're both um you know custom builds uh but it's just alamo precision rifles um this one would be closest to the apr ranger um and then the other one is just a complete custom build like yeah. it, we, we, went, we went full retard on the other one so are these uh, alamo these alamo guys are friends of yours right yeah, man, like uh, the dude that did all my machine work uh, and, and built this gun actually is my neighbor. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, shout yeah, yeah. him out. Shout him out because yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in, return, in return for making a snippet of this part where we're talking about the Alamos, I'm going to do the other snippet. No, no, you're not. Talking about uh, <laughs> no, uh, so somebody asked how far out will it reach. The 223 uh, should be uh, good till hmm, maybe 850, 900 yards. Uh, maybe a thousand if I push it uh, like past 850. The 223 Remington like starts going transonic, and things get a little wobbly. Um, now, mind you, I'm not like super experienced at the long distance shooting. I like I I, I kind of grasp some of the stuff. Um, the 65 Creedmoor, on the other hand, that one should be good to go uh, for a while. Yeah, like 15 to 1600 yards, I think. Yeah. So uh, my favorite scope. So Mr. Stumguns asked what my favorite scope is. Really depends on the application, man. Like um, handguns, it's the Trujicon RMR and uh, the RM06. Um, you know, rifles. I you like Vortex, I, I think, right? You've I've seen you do. I, I, I do like Vortex. Um, mm -hmm. it, again, it depends on like the uh, the application, like. So my 6.5, I've got the Vortex Gen 2 PST on there because that one, like it, that, what I was trying to re replicate there was like the most popular, like winningest gun in uh, PRS. And like, that's what I've got. Uh, but like the scope is pretty darn good too. If I had the money to spend on one, uh, that would be probably my choice. Um, if I wanted to save a little bit of money, I'm probably going to buy the Bushnell uh, HDMR or the DMR2, probably the DMR2 over the HDMR. Okay. Uh, Have you, you ever know, tested any of the primary arm stuff? I've looked through some of their uh, stuff at uh, SHOT. I've got one of their red dots right now, and I'm impressed with the red dot. Uh, Which one do you have? I've got the whatever the, 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 the lower 50. end button-y one. Oh, okay. What, the one with... Um... It's, it's the the micro thing. Oh, okay. And is is it the fifty thousand hour battery thing? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I haven't I haven't tested that or even tried to. Like I, I I put it on a gun and you know I took it to the range a couple of times. Um, yeah. um. I think someone wants to know wants us to talk about does bolt action recoil harder than direct impingement? Yes, uh, it will. Uh, and that's just because the energy is going into operating the action on the DI guns, whereas the bolt action, like you're catching all of it. Uh, and that's why I've got brakes on both my bolt guns. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, let's see what we got. We got a bunch of stuff scrolling up here in the uh, in the comments. So I'm not sure if I'm missing some of these. Now, I saw there was some question earlier about the CZP10C. Yeah, is I, it worth the hype? Is the trigger no. as good as everyone says? That's from Tango Hunter. I'll, I'll, I'll get one out of the safe and I'll put it on trigger yeah. gauge right now and show you. Yeah, let's see that. Let's see that. Yeah, that'll be cool. Um, you know, I don't know if you've got any more expensive guns that you want to, you know. That you well, we're, we're going to get that Glock and we're going to talk about that because that's, that's a stupid expensive Glock. Oh, yeah, yeah. We still haven't gotten to the Glock story, so we are doing okay. that. That's coming up. If anyone's joining us on. now, coming in here now, uh, definitely hit the like button and share this video on social media. We appreciate it. You know, that helps us uh, keep growing here. So do that. Share this up. Let folks know what we're up to out here. We've been, we've been showing off the Gen 5s. So there you go. Um, let me see. Where's the other Gen 5? Hidden under. Got a bunch of stuff. So we've been showing like the Gen 5 Glocks. That's what we've been talking about as well. We've been talking about a bunch of stuff, man. We've been going like in and out talking about everything here. So now we're going we're gonna to get out the CZP10. Well, yeah, I've got the MD-ADS. Oh. Uh, that's the oh, yeah. red dot I've got. On my little okay. SBR AK. Okay, cool. That's cool. But uh, Lola, do we have a thing for the MD? What was that? MD what? MD ADS. The MD ADS from Primary Arms. Okay, so if anyone's looking for one of those, we actually have um, in the description of this video. If you scroll down, you'll see that we we made a deal with uh, Primary Arms, where um, it's kind of like an affiliate thing. So that helps support the channel. And if you guys. Get through, get at through the links or anything else that's down there. You actually get free shipping and the mount or the scope rings or whatever it is that comes along with it. So check that out. Solid okay. deal. Yeah, there we go. So now, what is this again? Is this a? Uh, uh, this is just a M82 or an M92 PAP. So you can see, yeah, you can see the dot there. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it works pretty darn well. And I've got it mounted on my. Oh, yeah. M80, M82 uh, PAP SBR. Very nice. Very nice. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a fun gun. Works well. Do you have anything full auto? Have you? Uh, no. I'm not a yeah. machine gun guy, dude. Like, I, I yeah. just, I can't get into it. Yeah. Like, um, so back when Alex C and I uh, started working really hard on the YouTube stuff, we went out like twice a week. And shot machine guns all day long, and like I'm so um, jealous of you, Alex, dude. It sucked. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, dude. Sure. Like after a while, you you know you hit that point where you're like, man, I really don't want to shoot this thing anymore. Like I don't want to go and you know shoot machine guns because it's getting old now. Uh huh. I'm sure there's lots of people like really. I think I, I will. No, it's it's a real thing, man. That. Yeah. No, really if you do, yeah, anything thing. that you overdo. Anything um, that you overdo can be like that. Um, well, and, and the thing is, is like I, I had access to the machine guns and like I got to go out and, um, you know, shoot them pretty often. But like there's no real skill involved once you learn how to control the recoil on a mag dump. Like that's it. Yeah. Um, that John, the only skill you have. Right. Um, let me see. So Chris B says mm, more AKs didn't get he didn't get his fill last night. And John Warren says that's a rebranded Hollow Sun. So, yeah, primary arms and Hollow Sun. I mean, I think basically Hollow Sun is building the optics. So, no idea. That's, yeah, I'm, that's I'm not even that's what's going on there. That's why, for example, there's an ACSS red dot 
that um, that Dimitri, I know the guy that designs the reticles for primary arms, and he designed that, but it, you can only get it from Hollow Sun. So it's a red dot, but it has that ACSS system on it. And I was out in the desert with him uh, shooting that thing from 300 and 600 yards. So red dot, we, I used a magnifier. He didn't really need to. And we were hitting steel out in the desert with the wind. But yeah, there's kind of like uh, they work hand in hand, hollow sun and primary arms. All right. So there so, you go. Okay. Okay. What do we got? Somebody asked about the P10C. There it goes. And I have not shot this. This is a brand new P10C. Okay. Just came in. Uh, no, I've had it for like two months. Oh, oh okay. Um, You've been busy. You've been busy hitting the back of uh, P320s with hammer. <laughs> yep. yep, yep <laughs> Sorry. Um, I just had to sneak that one in. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Um, you know, and I, I maintain that, that there was nothing flawed with the test. The only thing that I didn't do correct was I didn't run the slide and chamber a new prime case each time per the test protocol. But um, Zachary Cahill, I uh, can't imagine getting tired. Uh, of automatics now it's 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 totally possible uh, so like uh yeah it, now the trigger on this thing i know that a lot of people are curious about it people think that it's the greatest thing since sliced bread um and so i'm gonna turn a little bit now when you it's got a safety trigger up this this is all take up on this thing man like that's quite a bit of take up and you're cocking the striker there. So it's kind of gritty. And I don't know if you can see. It's kind of like, a, a you know, it's not a smooth movement. And then when you get to the take up, the trigger pull itself is like seven pounds. So, and I'm going to prove this to you all. So we're going to turn our trigger gauge on now. Come on. Clear it. Ready. We're gonna hold the uh, trigger safety down. Seven two five. It looks like. No, there we go. So, and we're gonna do it again. Yeah, do a few of them. Tango Hunter says, damn, people were making it sound like it was a four and a half pound pull. No, it no, is. That, if it that is. one looks, yeah, that looks yeah. like four, yeah. Four. Hey, 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 check it out, check it out. All right, so that why they say that is they're measuring the trigger pound, uh, the trigger pull incorrectly. If you pin it down here at the bottom, and then do it. Oh, damn, four pounds, 13.6 ounces, that's really light. Well, that's not how you measure trigger pull. You measure it from the center. So if you measure it from the center, yeah, like you're supposed to, from where your finger is actually going to be. So seven, three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this yeah, is so everyone that I've seen, and like it's just, it's not that good. It's 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 creepy. Um, it's it's noticeably lighter feeling than a clock, and like it's not really lighter though. I I just. 
Yeah. I can't get into it, man. Like, is it, I, so, and, and is it an expensive gun? I know CZ's um, like a shadow. They're like $4.99. Oh, okay. That's not bad. No, but it, like that's Glock money. Like why, why yeah. am I going to um, Is that, so are those the polymer? Um, no. Yeah, it's polymer. polymer so okay. here is a Glock 17, a completely stock Glock 17 uh, by comparison. Oh, shit. Come on. trying to disable the the trigger safety and like not pull it in a funny way come on like getting a good read on this gun is not easy uh tango hunter says keep us posted after you break it in maybe the trigger will get better with use Although, I'm, I'm not i'm not gonna break you're not, it in you're, yeah you're it sounds like you're not even gonna shoot it <laughs> no I'm, I'm gonna shoot it i'm gonna take it out to the range it'll probably see about 300 rounds and then i'll send it back um oh, come on um i i just don't have any desire for it. It, it so yeah so six pounds seven ounces like the glock is actually lighter yeah um dan davis says cz p10c or fn 509 509 has that uh free three mags deal with the gun so there you go um i see there's lots of uh let me see we got some comment on the uh on the full auto thing um alex uh crispy says i haven't fired any full auto in a while but used to all the time he misses it now um, you know, and there's some other stuff in there. You know, one of the things I could say, like from shooting guns a lot, there does come like a point where, you know, you get a little worn down. A lot of times when I go to gun shows, like local stuff where people are shooting, I just prefer to like talk to folks and hang out even than do the shooting because I do so much. So I can see how when you do something a lot, you know, you need to miss it and then come back to it a little bit. Um I mean, I still shoot a lot, man. Like when I go to like media events, I'm always the last dude on the firing line. They've got to like physically come remove me sometimes. Um, <laughs> I mean, I always like industry day. I stay till the very, very the end. end. Oh yeah, until it closes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's what you got to do. Yeah. See, that was five hundred nine. Was four pounds eleven ounces. Okay. Uh, and that's got the apex trigger in it. And then um, my Roland here. So, okay, let's see what the Roland, what's that doing? So that one, just so everyone has a, a good idea as to, you know, what's up uh, with these triple weights. That's not disengaged in the striker safety, <laughs> the trigger safety. Yeah, I'm saying I'm, yeah, 4.9. So there you go. I mean, that, that, that kind of um, tells you what's up with the P10C trigger. Uh, like I said, I'm not really that impressed with the gun. Like, if you open it up, uh, where did it go? All right, I lost the P10C. I have too many handguns on my desk. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you open it up and take a look at like the uh, the rear of the slide, um, I mean, like there's there, there's a lot of like really fine parts in here. Like this, uh, this is the striker block right here. Uh, get a, a pokey tool here. Um, 
So like this right here is the striker block. And like, that's a really small piece that I feel probably isn't as like durable as it could be. You can see it moving. It's just mm -hmm. really, really delicate. Is that metal or polymer? Yeah, no, that's metal. Uh, but it's a really, it's got a really, really small music wire spring, like very, very tiny. Uh, and then if you look down in the bottom, in the guts, um, like, you know, right down in here, you've got a small coil spring that looks like something you pull out of a toy. Um, like the mag catch is kind of goofy. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not sold on it. I think that anybody who wants to be an early adopter, go for it by all means. Uh, have fun. Enjoy. Yeah. But if you, if you like it. Um, Tango Hunter says, do you guys leave your carry trigger stock? Everyone is worried about litigation after a self-defense scenario, but has anyone ever been sued for that? So no, no, yeah. you, there's, he, no, there's, there's no case law for that. Yeah. Patrick doesn't leave anything stock. Obviously I, I leave no. it stock. No, man. Um, but it's not um, for that reason. I'm, I don't care about who that. Who asked this? Uh, Tango, uh, Tango Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is my carry gun. That is a Overwatch Precision DAT V2 trigger. That is my everyday carry piece. Um, I also carry the 509 on occasion. That's got an Apex Flatty. Um, and then I also carry my Roland Special. This also has a DAT V2, um, you know, trigger from Overwatch Precision. And then even my shield that I don't carry has an Apex Flatty in it. So I, I, I yeah. If, if I end up with a trigger for it, it ends up in the gun. Yeah, I don't, I don't see. Here's mine. I leave in the stock thing, but it's not because of that. You know, there's so many things. If it's going to be a thing, it's going to be a thing. The lawyers and all that will find something to make yeah, into yeah. a situation. So um, I just don't worry about it. I, I'm just fine with the triggers the way that, that they are. And I'm used to it. So uh, um, I, I became kind of a trigger snob, unfortunately. Like yeah. I bought a guy. My problem was I went and I bought a Geisley SSA once. Um, you know, and like that, that ruined me. Like yeah. All, all of my, all of my AR triggers are either Geisley or Timney at this point. Um, like I don't have anything else except for in the torture chest gun. Yeah. Uh, I've got several know. friends like that. No matter what trigger is in the gun, even if it's a nice trigger, they take it out, put in Geisley stuff. So, you know, Hey, no. there's nothing, you know, that's how you roll. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, uh, it's just you get used to something. And like, I want my, when I pick up an AR, I want it to perform how I expect it to. And I expect it to perform like it's got a guy that's the SSA in it. Yeah. Vlarek Shard 2 says Delton um, 308 for 679. Better than PSA. Probably, so, yes. I always say it's a safe bet. Um, yeah. Uh, you um, know, Delton's all right. Yeah. So now uh, I think people want to know, we, I think we left out a couple things here uh, we're, and we're going to wrap pretty soon, but there's, there's two things we have to get to. So one, uh, why Glock 43 versus 26? Yes. Yeah. I really wanted to see if the guy stuck around. Um, yeah. I was going to try to ignore it and, and then address it next <laughs> week. Uh, so why the Glock 23, uh, 43 instead of the 26? Uh, one is that the 26 really doesn't shoot well. Like they didn't, no one makes a plus one or a plus two base plate that is just the right length. Like it needs to be like that wide, maybe a little bit you know, longer, not much more. Um, the closest thing that you get on the 23 is a base plate that's about that big. And that brings it almost to Glock 19 length. 
Um, so like I can have seven rounds in a single stack pistol uh, with one in the chamber, or I could have 10 um, in my in a, in a Glock 26 and then have a reload of 15, but I still have to do a reload. Uh, realistically, my nine round um, reload and my seven round primary mag is more than enough. Yeah. Uh, now on top of that, like a, I used to carry a three o'clock and like gun width becomes a very big thing then. Uh, when you carry uh, inside the waistband three o'clock in a t-shirt like holster choice is very important and like gun width is very important yeah. and if you're if you wear skinny that. jeans and like little tight baby shirts you know that i can't help man I'm so <laughs> uh, you know uh, hide. Um, i'm just i'm just teasing you yeah so. yeah no worries no worries uh but yeah like uh, you know when you're talking about uh you know this 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 is a good representation. Like when you're talking about, you know, that much, 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 man, I can't talk. Uh, when you talk about that much difference in width, you mm-hmm. know, that, that's, that's significant when you're talking about packing it at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I think that's why the 42s, even the 42s are popular as well, but the 42s, the 42s and the 43s. Okay. The 42s do okay. Um, yeah. You know, no, nothing like the 43s. Yeah, I mean, I'd li- have you seen the numbers on the forty threes? I'd love to know what the numbers that they're selling, man. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't think they would tell us. Yeah, I don't think they don't release that kind of stuff, do they? No, no. I'm sure it's a crap ton. <laughs> Let's just. It's a bunch, man. Like I, yeah. I, I don't think they're selling as many as the nineteen, but you know. Uh yeah, nineteen. Yeah, is what it is. Right. So now, um, what was the other? St- oh yeah, we were going to talk about that um, that Glock that you have. Yeah, the Roland. The Roland. Yeah. Let me kind of get things sort of in order here. <laughs> uh, like I've got like Arsenal firearm, or Arsenal Strike Ones. Yeah. So what's the story with this? Uh, I think that you were telling us there was. A story. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and like I was going to cover it uh, on TFP TV, the story behind the gun, but I'm just not going to. Uh, like, it's interesting, but I've got a lot of things I need to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so the Roland Special, and I'm gonna put it in the poster. Uh, this is the Roland Special, and it looks like something off of a SWAT officer's belt or something. Um, it's, it's super Mall Ninja Tactical. Yeah. Um, <laughs> To fit all that stuff in there. Yeah, but it, like all of it has a purpose. And, and like, that's the cool thing about it. Like it, it all has a reason that it's on here. Can you hold it up to the camera real close so we can get a nice uh, back it back up a little? Go to, go to, there you go. Right there. Yeah, right right there. there. Very nice. So, Very nice. Okay. Now, um, I kind of, you know, fill you guys in as to uh, what the deal is with this. Uh, it is a Gen 3 or a Gen 4 Glock 19. You have an Overwatch Precision Trigger. Uh, there are some other internal enhancements, namely a like uh, a minus power um, plunger spring and a plus power trigger return spring. Um, you also have a slide that's been milled by ATEI and refinished by them, um, and they do the top serrations, the enhanced front and enhanced rear serrations, as well as the RMR Pro Cut. Um, you have that's a different okay. So, can you just hold it to the top so we can see that? Because that's a is that a different serration on top versus the yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So, it's it's more like it's like a scale, yeah, like a dragon scale kind of thing, sort of. Um, you know, you've got an RMR 06 on here, you've got a Mariglow, uh, plain like mid height suppressor sights. 
and then the four port uh, compensator uh, and barrel from KKM Precision. Is that OD green? Uh, yeah, this, well, no, this is a Battlefield Green Glock. Battlefield Green, okay. Um, and then you've got a Surefire X300 U-Boat A, so U-A. Um, and Jeez. like, uh, you also have uh, Vickers uh, control parts and a Raven Concealment Freya Magwell uh, that I've got a drop of uh, paint on uh, that's uh, nail polish. And uh, the, the point of that is whenever I you know, whenever I've dropped the mag, you know, it should be coming up like this. And that gives me a point to focus on. I mean, y'all you, you, can see it from there. It stands out like a neon sign. So I can focus on that and get my reload in and get, get back up on target. And uh, that's, that's been, that, that's a me thing. That's not like a rolling thing. Like I do that yeah. with my guns, uh, that um, actually a bunch. Right. Kevin says uh, Gen 5 would look weird as hell with those accessories. Yeah. yeah. So now uh, what does that thing cost? <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, hit us with that. TEI offers a package. Um, I pieced mine together, and uh, you know that's that's kind of the deal. Uh, I will drop the link down in the chat. I want to check it out. Uh, um. Oh yeah, no, it, it's editing me out. Oh, okay. You know what? Um, you can email me a link. We'll put it in the description. Or can you, you know what? Put it in our personal chat here if you have that window. The uh, blue speech bubble. Thank See you the blue speech bubble? There you go. Okay. Got it. There you go. Uh, so that, that is um, just the work, not the gun. So you buy a Gen 4, Gen 3, Gen 4 Glock 19 and send it into ATEI and wait your eight weeks. Um, you are, uh, looking at $2,300 for just the labor. Wow. Okay. So, uh, you're, you're looking at, uh, like a $2,800 gun, uh, all said and done. So it's, it's expensive, but it shoots really, really, really flat. Like it's a hell of a good shooter. Um, now I said that there was a reason for all okay. these things. And we're calling this the Roland special, right? I just need to. This, yeah, this is the Roland special. So, um, you know, let's, I'll give you your, your, you guys a little bit of background on this. Um, so Roland is a pseudonym of a man that I, 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 I promise to not name. If you do Google him, uh, Roland desk chain or Roland special, um, you will come up with a name. So, uh, he was an ex, uh, CAG guy, like, uh, learned a bunch of stuff. He, he, I think he did like 11, 12 years, uh, uh with Delta force. And, um, it just it is a self-described pistolero. Um, and like I, the, the dude can shoot, uh, you know, and I've had, you know, conversations with him where he's talked about, uh, you know, engaging enemy offhand, like, you know, point shooting at 75 yards with a handgun kind of thing and like hitting people. Uh, mm -hmm. but it's a very sobering conversation to hear, but you know, that aside, um, that's what he had to do for a living. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so now for his 30th birthday, his roommate, um, built him a Glock 17 and it had, um, most of this stuff on here. It, it looked like this, um, uh, it was a 17 minus the KKM barrel and comp and light. So um, it had the, you know, badass uh, mill work done to it and, 
you know, I had um, back in the day, it was a Sentinel Designs concept magwell. Uh, well, Roland put a flashlight on there. And if you take the compensator off, as you might imagine, this kind of gets a little bit foul with carbon, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's foul with carbon, it's not flashy and bright like that. Uh, so you add a compensator, your gases now are not impacting the lens of the light anymore. So yeah. he actually and there's a whole thing to like light fighting, right? I know that I don't know jack shit about it, but what? there's like a, there's a whole thing to using your lights and all that kind of stuff. Well, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you need yeah. to use like spill. So like if I yeah. shut the the lights off in here, um, you know, if if I'm gonna you know bring it up, it's gonna blind you, you know. But if I do this, the whole room lights up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if I point it down to the ground, you still get splash, spill, you know, you can yeah. spill to identify targets. So, I mean, like this is off to the side and it's still lighting me well, but it's not screwing things up. Yeah. Yeah. I call it light fighting because I know there's guys that do a whole thing on what to do with it or whatever. Probably like a more advanced uh, thing. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, anyhow, uh, but yeah, no, it's a super, super cool build. And like, it's got to be my favorite nine mil to shoot. Um, it's, it's basically an open gun. Uh, no, it does not have strobe at Crispy. Uh, <laughs> um, we got some crazy comments in here. Uh, badass gun. Um, John uh, Warren. Uh, John Warren. I, I can't comment on that. Oh, okay. So um, Cal L, he wants to roll in out a VP9. <laughs> I mean, if you yeah. want a gun that's yeah. not going to work properly. <laughs> uh, Kevin says, oh, damn, that's a death sentence. Twenty eight hundred. <laughs> it's expensive. I mean, it, it ain't cheap. You know, and don't get me wrong. Like, um, you know, this is something that I really wanted to put together because I thought that the story behind the gun was really, really cool. A cool story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, the, the, the first gun he had was a 17. His roommate built him a Glock 17 and gave it to him for his 38th birthday. Uh, well, his roommate went out of town for a business trip, and uh, when he came back, um, I, I talked to his roommate, and uh, he, he said that he came in and said, "Hey, bro, uh, I had ordered, I had ordered some parts for my gun, and it had a KKM barrel in there with the four four compensator and the Surefire on it, and it was a Glock 19." Well, his roommate had an identical Glock 19 that he didn't own any longer. He now owned the 17 he gave, um, you know, Roland for uh you know for his birthday so he stole the 19 the first rolling special was stolen from his roommate and he uh-huh. replaced it with a 17 because the uh <laughs> the 19 is the same size as a glock 34 if you throw the compensator on there wow so this, this, the same length as, as a glock 34 and that was why he was like yeah i want that one um so it was kind of funny um yeah, that's uh so that's that's pretty cool. So that you how long have you had that now? Um I think I've been shooting it for about 4 or 5 months something like that. Uh maybe, maybe about 4 months. I think I've got about 2500 rounds through it at this point in its current configuration. Before that I had about 1500 rounds through the Glock. So um yeah, I see some more stuff. Tango Hunter says it shoots flat cuz your wallet's lighter. It, like I said, it is expensive, but yeah. you do get what you pay for. Um, yeah. I did talk a little about about mounting red dots to pistols last time. Uh, like ATEI is one of the few shops that makes you send in your red dot with the slide, and they measure it, and they adjust the programming for the CNC yeah. machine to cut the RMR cut uh, precisely to the housing because, like, each one is different. 
Yeah, I remember you were saying that the last time. Um, yeah. So what's up with the holster? The holster yeah, comes, man, like, um, that comes in the whole setup that you can get, and let's um, yeah, let's lock yeah, on that. Well, so I mean, it's it's a raving concealment. Fight rolling. club hashtag like Fight Club. I see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, a Fight Club is um, you know a press check solutions thing, and uh, it's a training company that's like associated with the Roland Special. But um, this this holster was designed with the input of Roland himself and uh like they wanted to build something that is pretty rad uh mm -hmm. which they did uh now downside is even the holster is stupid expensive i think retail on one of these things is like 180 bucks mm -hmm. which yeah. is insane but it works really really well you know and it looks rad as hell when it's in that holster you know with these uh with these quick clips that have a little bit of a cant to them as you can see uh, there we go. Oh yeah. So there's a little bit of a wedge there, so it kind of pushes the gun out just a touch, making you know getting a good firing grip uh, on the gun like a whole lot easier when it's on your belt. Uh, you could also do something like put the the, the wings on it, um, you know, and like I carry I I, I will carry this um, you know concealed with the wings on it. Yeah. Um, so I see Christopher Gunawan says, I seriously finished dinner, ran a 5K, showered, did two loads of laundry, and this podcast is still going. Yes, that's right. I hope you left it on the whole time that you were doing all of that. You know, and you should at least like click the thumbs up. Yeah, man. You that's know, at, uh, I, if you ran a 5K, showered, and did two <laughs> loads of laundry, they were either not done very well or there was a very short 5K. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, hey, you could have just, you know, walked on the treadmill. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it is what yeah. it is. Uh, yeah. British Red Dot uh, on an FNP Tactical 45. Uh, FNP Tactical 45 is a fine handgun. I don't have any problems with that. The British Red Dot, I might look at something else. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Go ahead. You want to answer some more questions before we go here? Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean we can. We can. Yeah. 28 minute 5K. Yeah, I don't, you're just making numbers up now. <laughs> um, six five Grendel. No, I do not. I'll show you why. I do not own anything future, in six five. Grendel. Future of the six five Grendel. Okay. Uh, it, it, future of the Calvary in my mind. I hope it goes to hell. Uh, <laughs> so if my this is six. There's five lots Grendel. of guys that don't like the six five Grendel, man. Lots of hate. For do the you six notice five something Grendel. off about this piece of six five Grendel brass? Um. You notice maybe a line that shouldn't be there? Is it cracked? You try to get this to where it's like... I can't see it. Yeah. Focusing on the brass. There we go. Notice something that might be a little off there. Is there a separation? Oh, yeah. Oh, You're wow. Something. You're onto something. All right. All right. Yeah. So break out my pocket knife so you can more clearly see this. So this should be a straight wall case, right? Mm-hmm. Right there. Huh. That is banding, sir. That is banding on the case, and that is a sign of overpressure in bad brass. This came from the same box of ammo. Okay. Wow. Okay. So uh, it's safe to say that I will not be purchasing a 6.5 Grendel. So is this the brass or is this just the design of the round? 
it's just a dumb round. Like, it doesn't really do anything well. It, it, and I know they changed. Um, if I, I probably I'm not getting the story right on this. Um, I think they changed a bunch of stuff to make it proprietary, right? Um, sort of. Yeah. yeah. That's but what I hear like, from guys. That don't like it. The reason that I don't want a six five Grendel is like the base of the uh, the the rim uh, dimensions are the same as seven sixty by thirty nine. There are a lot of companies out there using seven sixty by thirty nine bolts on. 6.5 Grendel builds, and uh, it doesn't support the base of the uh, of the uh, you know base of the brass well enough, and you get blowouts like that. You also have companies out there that have produced some really inferior brass that is still on the marketplace despite being recalled. Um, I, I don't think that I, I just don't see any point to 6.5 Grendel. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm probably not going to argue that, but you know, um, I have, I have shot, I think I've got six, five Grendel and all that. Cause I believe Yo, I've shot some stuff. If you got anything with a PPU head stamp, I would seriously reconsider shooting it. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's like, it's a thing like Google. It, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it is. I think what I have is Wolf gold. Yeah. Um, I would yeah. probably just sell it or not shoot it or shoot it behind a wall. <laughs> okay cool you know what let's wrap this up man um yep. anything that you that you know you want to plug for tfb tv what kind of stuff you guys have coming up oh man um actually uh tomorrow i'm going to the range and i'm taking the uh apr ranger in 223 here i'm taking this guy out to the range um and we are going to see if we can get steel case ammo to shoot um, like like sub half minute. Oh, okay. Um, so um, you want to take I, bets on that? I think it, I think it could do it. I'm I'm hoping for like a sub half inch group at 100 yards. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you we'll, you're just gonna take? Um, I'm gonna say yes. I'll let everyone else say what they have to say. I'm gonna say yes, but you know, I'm yes, optimistic. What, 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 anybody else? Uh, yeah. Who else has it? Who else has opinions on that? This rifle is not going to be able to shoot a half inch group at 100 yards with steel case ammo. Yeah. I. Yeah. We'll see what folks say on yeah, that I, one. Um, I need. I need somebody to answer me. Before yeah. I'm satisfied. Yeah. Uh oh. So he's waiting. Okay, and and then what else do you while you're waiting for that? What else uh, do you have? I, I noticed one of your dudes was. Um, didn't you have a dude out in uh, what is it? Somewhere in the Eastern European parts. Maybe, maybe yeah. we, we, we've got dudes everywhere. Yeah, someone from TFB TV, I think. No. No. Uh no. Oh no. Oh okay. All right. Yeah, you didn't get to go to the show, obviously. All right. How many how many guys uh, contribute to TFB TV? Is it just you and one other guy, or uh, so there's James Reeves, there's myself, uh, Miles usually contributes on Wednesdays. Um, okay. and we have Mike B. He's in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. um, he does a video once a month. Uh, Eddie O hasn't contributed anything in about seven months, but he's been pretty uh, busy with work. Um, but Lawrence Lerwick says he thinks he can do it. Depends on the shooter. If he uh, can't do it, it's your fault. <laughs> no, no. So uh, the, ammo, the ammo I'm going to be using. Um, so Shenra um, Shin says uh, with Tula, probably not. What are you using? Is it Tula? No. Uh-uh. What, what's the okay? I'm not putting Tula in my gun. Uh, Chris B wants to know where's James now. 
James is on his way back from Slovakia. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is in Slovakia, yes. Yeah, yeah. I thought I saw I thought I saw one of your dudes out so there. So we're going to be shooting this in Steel Match. Steel Match. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. So, I'm hoping. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Al we'll Trevick says, I think so, too. Uh, Lawrence Lorick says, Patrick, it could be done, but it depends on the shooter. Uh, uh-oh. Um, so there you go. <laughs> All right. So, um, let's hold that up. So you're not taking the other one out, right? You're just taking out the two, two, three. Um, the other one I may, uh, I, I haven't decided quite yet. Like, uh, Tango so Hunter says, hell yeah, especially with the heavier grain. Minute and a half. <laughs> no, this is going to easily do better than that. That's funny. Yeah. So, okay, cool. You know, I, I, fully, I fully expect sub-half-minute groups. If, if I do my part, I would be willing to say I, I, I might even get into the quarter-minute range. How soon is the video going to go up after you shoot it? Uh, it might be a few weeks. Oh, okay. Um, Dan Davis wants to know what's going down in Slovakia. I think it was uh, – what's the name of that gun again? Uh, A-Rex, the uh, A-Rex 01. They were introducing yeah. a new one. Um, they did a competition model, and they did uh, something else. Yeah. Uh oh. Someone's challenging your man card. If I can't hit sub minute, like I'm putting a new barrel on that gun. Uh, <laughs> Kevin says, do. Um, let me see. What was that? Okay. Now there's a whole bunch of stuff coming up. One cool ass musket. Uh, my Mac 90 does better than uh, one MOA. Get it on, on the C Max rifles. Check out C-Max arms. Someone's, yeah, I don't know. Not sure what that is. And then someone wants to know if I'm anywhere near Ovidio, Florida. Uh, Somewhere, probably. Everywhere. It's probably like three hours for me. (laughs) I've heard of it, though. I don't even know what the hell that is. Yeah, Ovidio, Florida. I have to look it up. But, yeah, you know, I mean, it's probably not that far from from where I'm at. I'm Um, I'm, um, I'm in Gainesville said with Tula, probably not. Actually, Tula makes a 75 grain or 76 grain, 77 grain, mm-hmm. something like that. They, may, they do make like a heavy bullet. Um, and I think it probably can do half minute. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, somebody else asked what the uh, like magnification of that scope was. I believe it goes up to 21. Uh, yes, 21. 21. Okay, cool. All right. So any other stuff? Yes. Any other stuff? I think no, that's so okay. check out TFP TV. Um, what's, your, what's your social media? Our, uh, my social media is at TFB Patrick um, on the Instagram. Uh, I, I only have like love for the gram. Everything else can go away. Um, so uh, at TFB Patrick on Instagram. Uh, I've also got Facebook, but like that just gets everything that Instagram gets and I don't pay attention to it. Oh, okay. There you um, go. Also, um, check out TFP TV sponsors, Ventura Munitions and ProxyVid. Uh, the dudes at Ventura are awesome guys, and they got some really good prices on ammo. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Kevin says this is the only uh, live chat that he's enjoyed. Okay. All right. Hey, that's fine. I'll hey. take that. Hey. That makes me happy. Thank yeah. you. One, one. You won one. Eat your heart out, Tim. Yeah. Yeah, you won one, but you lost the rest. Whatever, it's fine with me. Okay, so here I want to I want to remind uh, folks to uh, we've got a link in the uh, description for Forge from Freedom, the T-shirt that um, they're they're in Texas, and 100% of that money goes to the folks out there. Also, grab a gun, 
com on Facebook has um, a silent auction for the IWI Galil Ace SAR that they're auctioning off. Also going to the folks out there in, in Houston affected by everything that's going on. Um, I want to thank everyone that's in the chat, all the questions. We still have a bunch of people on here right now. We're like half an hour from midnight. So that's pretty badass in my yeah, personal no. opinion. You know, I want to thank Patrick for that, obviously, from coming on. You know, I think Definitely not. Um, red dot or low power variable? That would, that's a cool question. I want to answer that. I want to answer that. Okay, one. go ahead. Go ahead. Do yeah, it. Tango Hunter, red dot or a low power variable? So like a one power variable, if I can only pick one. Um, man, I'm, it, it, it depends on the gun, but probably going to get go with a low power variable. I only have one right now, and that's a Strike Eagle on my Gunsight Scout, but I really do like it a lot. Um, like a nice one power, uh, you know, low power variable really beats out a red dot in terms of like usefulness. Yeah, flexibility. But like, it, again, it depends on what you're doing. If you live in an urban environment and you're not going to be shooting out past 200 yards, roll with a red dot. Like you're going to be fine. Um, if you regularly head out to the country and you might take something out past 200, um, I might go for a low power variable. Um, and if you're a competent shooter, and you want to try something new, then the low power variable might be for you. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, I think a low power variable is probably the way to go. Uh, and I'm, I'm transitioning that way myself on my guns. Um, I, I just, I've been spending money on like, you know, like precision rifle stuff recently. And um, eventually I'll get around to replacing my red dots on my serious guns with low power variables. Okay, that makes sense. Can't knock that. All right. Let me shout out the folks in here. They're still here. Exhale, Tango Hunter, Chris. Uh, let me see. Crispy's still in here. Q James. Eric Smith says he just got in. Shout out to Eric Smith. He's been supporting my channel for a while. We got Tango Hunter, Vanessa Kitty, Al Chervik, some guns. Kevin, you know, who only likes this particular show. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. I, I, uh, I love you. Yeah. Zeus, Lawrence Lerwick. Uh, <laughs> Kevin's really my mom. Oh, Dan David. Oh, really? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I'll go for that. <laughs> you know, so shout out to everyone who's been in here, you know, including yeah, 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 uh, Zachary Cahill, including, uh, you know, the old man in the sea, Walter Keller, that went to bed. He's yep, sleeping. Yep. He's sleeping yep. right now. Shout out to all those folks. I want to thank everyone that sponsors the channel. That is uh, Walter Keller from Safety Harbor Firearms, ran CLP. Of course, Andrew's Custom Leather and Big Daddy Guns that gives us the space and the bandwidth and all that good stuff lets us borrow their Glocks as long as we don't do too much damage to the. Oh, this is not, this is a Gen 4. So here we go, Gen 5. That's okay. You can use yeah. Gen 4 as a hammer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. So uh, shout out to Big Daddy Guns. Thanks for lending us the guns. They'll be back in the store for sometime tomorrow. For anyone that's looking for those here in the Gainesville area, you know, of course, I want to thank everyone that um, that sponsors us on Patreon. We are Patreon slash Hank Strange. What's you guys Patreon, Patrick? Um, uh, it is Patreon.com slash TFB TV. There you go. And they've got like special levels of patches. Yes. So you guys, yes, you guys want to do. check that out? We you do. Know. We do. Um, I will show you the. Uh, oh, yeah. We're, we never the saw the first patch. patch. Come on, come on, come lock on. and load is in lock and load is in the house too. What's up to lock and load? These guys are actually out uh, shooting with me. If that's who I think it is, um, I don't know. Maybe maybe not. 
Uh, no, that's locks. Oh, that's that's locks. Uh, that was shooting with me. There you go. TFB patch. That is that's pretty rad. Um, so this is the same patch that we had at Shot Show, and uh, this is kind of was our uniform. So um, I need one of those. I need one of those. I need. I need to send one to you. I, I, yeah. I need to do that. Uh, if I grab what I meant to grab yeah. first time. Um, damn it. Of course. What you got to cover oh, something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, this is this, this was go. my badge when I was uh, you know at shot, and uh, like I didn't. I, I'm not big on uniforms, so that was you know my uniform. Yeah. Oh, I know how it is. I know how it is. All right. So you know what? I'm gonna wrap this up. We will yep. have we will have Patrick come back for all you guys who want to see Patrick come back. We will have him come back. We'll hang out. We'll talk about a bunch of stuff. So thanks, everyone. We're going to hit him up with the peace sign, Patrick. Let's hit him yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa, if you buy anything other than an, an aim point, you're wrong, and you should be feel bad for being wrong. <laughs> peace. Later. <laughs>